So we're on the train now. Uh, horses got loaded up. Yep, the horses have been loaded. Uh, the train is pulling out of the station. So okay. the train looks just like the last one. And just to confirm, the train is now there again because of the miracle card that I pulled. So now trains are going to constantly come through Deadwood? Yeah. Um, so I, I feel kind of guilty about that with people dying. So that doesn't help. But my character's like, yes. Did our characters read that newspaper, or did we just know it as people? Uh, you guys know it as people, but once we get into where we're going, I'm the gonna... paper will come out to us. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. <clears throat> All right. So you guys are on the train. Same setup as before. The first car is it's the stuff on here. Ignore that. But you know, it's a couple rows of seats, just like a passenger train car would have. There's pull-out tables so that you guys could eat or whatever. You know, a row here, a row here. You face each other. What time of day is it? Uh, when the train is leaving, it's about 2 p.m. ish. Okay. So the sun's still shining bright. Gotcha. Um, there's a couple different people on this train car with you. So you notice that it's the three of you, of course. Um, there's also the oddity shop owner's son, the guy that sold you the cards. He's on the train. There's a saloon woman who seems to be crying. Uh, she's kind of sitting in the back to herself. She seems upset. And then there's three military men. And the military men seem to be guarding the train. They're kind of posted at the front and the back of the car, and they're armed with rifles. And there's a fourth car, too, with our animals, right? Yeah, there's Wait. a car with animals. There is still a sleeping car. There is a car for service and whatnot. And then behind that is the animal so, car. So this is like a four-car? Yeah, I just didn't. Gotcha. No, I understand. You said the the military are where? They're like there's, there's two and two or So there's two in in that car, one at the front, one at the back, and then the other ones are in the back car. Oh, okay. So All there's right. four military presence. Yeah, there's uh three military dudes. Do we know what military they represent? They look like they're the army. Okay, and but they're like the northern. Union. Yeah. Okay, so they a bunch of Yankees, got it. Yeah, they are Yankee military men. Do you like the Yankees? You're from the South. We're all from the South. Do y'all like them? I do. I just did not like slavery. I, I, I'm uncomfortable. I just try to avoid whenever possible. All right. You try to avoid the military? Yeah. Oh, okay. He almost got drafted. My family was poor. I understand that. So, um, the oddity shop owner's son, he just took a front seat up on the left side. He's kind of seated near the, near the military guy. They're kind of shooting the shit. Just talking about, you know, nothing. Weather. And where's the girl crying? Is she... She's in the back left. Next to the other military man? Yeah. Okay. And then no, they're not together. No. Okay. Yeah, they're no, not chatting. She's just They're not chatting there. like the other two are at the no, front. Okay. No, the other military dude's just kind of looking out the window with his rifle. Oh, okay. And we're just stepping on the train. Uh, you guys are actually on the train. You haven't taken seats yet, though. You guys are kind of just trying to figure out where you want to go. I'm going to walk up immediately to the oddities owner. Okay. Are you going to sit across from him? Yeah, I'm going to sit across from him. Okay. Are you going to say anything to him? Uh, yeah, I'm going to walk up to him and sit down. And I'm going to go, uh, you ever thought about your future? And he looks at you and he goes, yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Who knows? All I know is I'm just trying to go find my dad. Well, how about I help you out? I'm gonna pull out 
you know, my regular cards. And I'm going to hold them out to him. I'm going to go, pull a card. Let's see what your future holds. I'm not one that enjoys tricks. Well, that's okay. I'm going to flip the top card. And uh, I'm going to start casting Fortune Teller. What does that do? Uh, the hex reveals information to the possible future of one person, place, or thing. The future isn't entirely set in stone, and the telling, and the telling can oftentimes be vague, especially the future out, uh, the further out the huckster tries to read. Targets not wishing to know their future, or skeptical of the teller, requires an opposing hexlinger spirit roll. Oh, so it's a hex versus a spirit roll, because you already doubted them at first, targets right? Targets with a doubting Thomas hindrance receive a plus two to their spirit to oppose this hex. I don't know if he has a doubt in Thomas. I did doubt him, though. You did doubt him, But so. there's a big... Well, I mean, you could technically just give yourself the doubting Thomas, just as a... Because you didn't build that character sheet for him, so you no, could I just did. slap it on there. Yeah. Okay. Technically yeah. speaking, you can do that if you wish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can do whatever you he want. Does, he's not very trusting. Yeah, that's, that's from fine. a small town, so... Hmm? <laughs> Eight. Ooh, there you go. Five thirteen. You got one or three. Three. Okay. So I'm going to try and figure out what's going to happen in the next two days to him. That's what I want to try and know, so I can be vague or try and tell him in a very soothsayery manner. Yeah. Okay. So he agrees. Well, he hasn't really agreed, but. You look at him, and then you see four flashes that come to you. You see him looking at a building in flames. You see him running to grab buckets of water. You see the building not on fire anymore. And then you see him getting a key to the city. Do I recognize the city at all or no? You feel like it's a familiar place that you've been. Um, let me see what there's actually a role, so maybe I can kind of try and get... Uh, it feels like you've been there. You just can't pinpoint the place. Would I be... Ah, no, knowledge is only hexing, so... As he's doing that, I, I look over to, you know, uh, Michelle's character, and what's your Ms. character's Scarlet. name? Miss Scarlet. Miss uh, Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Miss Scarlet, uh, would you like to sit with me real quick? I'd like to chat a little bit, get to know you a little bit more. Well, I'm, I'm kind of curious about that girl over there. I want to make sure she's all right. Oh, well, it, it... She's crying, Father. We can't, can't leave a poor girl in that state. You're right. I just want to make sure she's all right for us. You're right. I'll, I'll stay right here. You go make sure she's okay. And I, I, I sit down right there at the, at the table we were going to, you know, sit down and kind of chat with. I'll come back and chat with you after I check on her. Of course. I'll be here. Okay. So you're making your way to the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, as you approach the saloon girl, she does notice you walking up. And uh, she looks up at you with tears in her eyes. And she's like, what do you want? Oh, darling, I just wanted to check on you. I think I saw you back in the saloon, maybe. You know, I'll, I'm a saloon guy myself. And I just know sometimes times can be hard. And I just want to make sure you're all right. So she, through a sobbing tone, continues to say to you, I just lost everything. 
Oh, uh, that building that burned down. Did you lose all your possessions? Everything I owned was in there. Oh, you poor thing. Where are you going now? I'm just going to go start over. Everything I had is gone. I don't like that town. That town's not a good place. How old is she? Why do you say that? What was that? How old is she? She appears to be about 20. Oh, you said she was like a little girl. So I was expecting like oh, an eight-year-old no, just hopping girl. on the train She's a going. Girl. Oh, that's a girl. Eight-year-old yeah. on the train. Everything was in there. I'm going <laughs> to start fresh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, well, why do you think it wasn't a good time? It seemed like it was picking up, Darla. Um, as she, as you say that to her, she kind of says, the, the people that run it, they're, they're just not good people. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I did hear those bomb fleets were going to be put to, be put to the hate. You know, they sound like they were doing slavery and all kinds of crazy things over there. Ugh. Yeah, a couple of people I knew that went to work at the mine, I think they died there too. Oh my gosh, you have a ton of bad memories there. Yeah, it's, it's just time to go. Everyone's been disappearing, people have been dying, and my house burned down. Do you have anything left at all? Clothes on me. Oh my gosh, you poor thing. You know what, I remember being in your position and starting out fresh. Let me give you a little spot of money, I don't have much. Okay, I, I don't have hardly anything at all. But you know what, I feel bad because, cause, you know, saloon girls, we gotta help each other out. So let me give you a, a 20 gold just to make sure that you can find some lodging where you go. Uh, or $20, $20. So I know you can find some lodging wherever you go and get yourself started. Because you know, a girl like you, you gotta be careful. A lot of men will take advantage of a girl like you in that position. Thank you so much. You don't know what it means. Of course. You just make sure you need anything, you come and find me, okay? Okay. What's your name? My name is Miss Scarlet, darling. Thank you, Miss Scarlet. Of course. You be safe now. Yeah. You too. I just want to make What's a side that? note that I feel like this is slowly going to turn into you run a bunch of saloon girls now. What's her name? Her, miss, her name is Mistress Scarlet. <laughs> she runs all this. Mistress? She oh, runs. Well. That's what she's called later. Right? I know, but. She's going to amass so much money that she's going to buy a fucking saloon. She's going to own a brothel. <laughs> yeah. No, not a brothel. Uh -huh. so you're going to walk in. You're like, don't get Miss Scarlet down here. Here she comes, shotgun. I would never own a brothel. <laughs> um. So I'm going to walk back over to the brothel. Through that okay. conversation, I felt bad about burning the place, but then I felt good about burning the place, but then I felt bad about burning the place. Yeah, I felt yeah. good about burning the place. I was like, this is a roller coaster. My emotions. So, uh, as you walk away, uh, she kind of wipes her eyes and, and just kind of keeps to herself. Uh, you reapproach the father who's sitting in his little bench. You sit across from him or next to him? I sit across from him. Okay. So I'm facing him. Okay. How did how did the conversation go with her? With that poor girl, she lost everything in that crazy fire they had. Oh. Nothing but the clothes on her back. Isn't that horrible, Papa? That poor soul. I know. Feels so bad for her. She's so young. Just starting out. Well, you know, did you did you help her out? I tried to. You know, you gotta give. Give them advice when you can, and you know, just try to try to help out those that are in need, right? Oh, that's. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. 
I actually, I have, I need some advice now. Mm. It, do you mind if I ask of it from you? Of course. I, know I don't know kinda, if I can help you, but I, I can try. I know it's kind of weird for this kind of vice versa, you know, kind of opportunity, but there's somebody who I know, and I does a lot of bad things, but I I feel like there's a good soul in him. All right. What? I just don't know what to do. Well, you know. Father, I think the best thing you could do for that kind of person is just trying to be supportive and try to guide them to the light, you know? You're try right. to keep them on the right path. You're right. And, and, and just give good guidance where you can. You're right. The, in good name of, you know, God himself, he, he has a plan for us all. And oh, we had a preacher back home. I'll tell you what, little Bobby in, in the, in the <laughs> colony religion, he was always getting himself in trouble. He'd let the pigs loose, and then he'd go and he'd, he'd wreck, you know, something, a wagon, and oh my gosh, it seemed like he was in trouble every single week with something new. But you know what? That preacher just kept being nice to him and nice to him, and eventually, what you know, little Bobby now owns the merchant store there. He grew up, and he learned some responsibility, and you know, you never know what'll come out of someone. There's a plan for everybody. Exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm so happy to hear that. You know what? You're right. I, you're right. I must follow that. Mm. You're right. I will try to help with this poor soul and, and guide him back to the light. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> okay. I'll let you finish. Alright. Um, after I see this, I'm going to look at him and go, Well, I'd like to shake your hand, Mr. Future Hero. I'm going to hold my hand out. I ain't no hero. That's why I said future hero. Okay. He looks at you kind of puzzled. He doesn't understand why you're talking to him like that. He is a 16-year-old boy, so he is a little bit naive. And he goes ahead and reaches out with a, a weird look on his face. He looks like he does not trust you. And he takes your hand. I'm just going to shake his hand. That's it. Okay. He says, it's a pleasure to talk to you again, sir. He does recognize you as the guy that bought those curse cards. But it's always a pleasure to meet a hero, huh? And I'm going to take the cards that he sold me, mm -hmm. and I'm going to kind of, you know, fiddle with them, play with them. I want to try and do a gambling roll to see if I can, you know, do a nice little card trick in my hand. Because I can't physically do it, but maybe he can. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you got to start practicing. Have your rum so what would that be? Like a gambling? That's what I was thinking. Gambling. Yeah, yeah, it's like a gambling thing. Yeah, it's, to, a, it's like, a card yeah, thing. Yeah. Ooh, oh, double yes. sixes. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, that one's Another a six. six. 12. 12. 18. 18. 23. So, yeah, I just pulled out the most magical. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah he, his card, card popped out of his hand. on my finger. <laughs> he caught it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you go ahead my and you perform the trick. Um, pretty much what happens is you kind of, like, flick a card outward. It spins around your body, goes up, and then lands on your thumb spinning. And so oh, that's the coolest thing I've ever had happen to a fictional character. <laughs> do, I, do I notice this, or do we notice this? Do a notice check for me. You're actually facing the direction that he's in. Right. She's facing away. She her. can't, yeah. yeah. 
So, but she could do a notice check to see if she if he notices that you noticed. It. Yeah, <laughs> so it depends on if he notices first, or you could also just tell her. They seem to have misplaced my D four for some reason. Can I borrow yours? Thank you. So three, because I I have it at a negative two. So, no, I didn't notice this. <laughs> I'm too, you know, I, I guess I, I must have been still in conversa- still conversation. conversation. Yes, yes. You're so immersed in how to fix that person that does horrible things. <laughs> so the kid that you're sitting in front of, as well as the military guy, because he's been kind of watching you guys the whole time. They're both like, holy shit. They both <laughs> look at you and they're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're both completely amazed. And the military dude behind you goes, do that again, mister. <laughs> Let me have you do a notice check. <laughs> do it again, do it again. Oh, one. Do I hear him? Can I see if I notice him saying do it again? Yeah, because that was verbal. You don't notice anything. I, she's, she's got me into a conversation. I, I try to stay committed 100% to everything I do. Sure. A six? Even though she's talking, she can Nine. still understand so that. So you shit, definitely <laughs> hear it. You turn around and you look, and you see the end of the card coming to an end of a spin. And you actually go, "What the hell?" And you notice her saying that, and then you look over. Let me have you do another notice check. I feel like this character should immediately go language. <laughs> Three. Yeah, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you notice the card trick and that's all you notice. So So he he's able to do that card trick, but he couldn't throw some cards earlier. That's very interesting. You know, I don't know about him. He wouldn't even take a watch without fighting against it. It just seems weird to me. He wants to be with us, but then he doesn't want to take a watch. What the hell? It, he's an interesting lad. I don't know what's up with him. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, like, Grant's real good about taking stuff. You gonna do it. You gonna do it. <laughs> so, as you guys are on the train, um, one of the stewards that works in the back car actually comes out. Uh, he's a gruff dude. He, he looks like a like a 300-pound, you know, wife beater, tattoos, scars on his face kind of guy. Ooh. He's gonna kill someone. And he walks up, and he starts handing out food. He has, uh, like, simple sandwiches, actually. So, bread, meat glass of drink. That's it. So he hands it to the the girl in the back first. She gra- uh, gratefully takes it and starts eating. He approaches you guys at uh, lunchtime and he throws out the two plates for you guys, puts down the two drinks. It's complimentary service. It's obviously not anything Is crazy. it water? Yeah, the drink is just water. Do you have any lemonade possibly? I'd be dying for just a little bit of lemonade or something like that. And he looks at you and goes... You get water, and then he keeps walking. Thank you. God bless. He's a little grumpy. Somebody woke up a long time of bed. <laughs> he ends up walking up to where you are. Did you leave, or are you still sitting there? You still sitting there. Okay. And he gives you guys sandwiches. He looks up at the military dude, and he's like, you want to eat? The military guy's like, I'll come back in a minute. I'm good. And the guy leaves the cart. So everyone's got food. It's lunchtime. Um, Can I see something in him? Yeah. 
Hey, Father. Why do you think those military guys on here? You think they're just traveling? Uh, I don't know, but with the history that I have with them, it's just better not to involve your time with them. Just, let's just what enjoy kind of the meal. What did you have, Father? Do I need to worry? Do you, are you some kind of escape uh, convict? Well, I don't convict. I want to know I just try not to spend too much time with them. And I, I kind of, I look over my shoulder and I kind of make sure that they're not like really paying attention to us. You're looking directly at the military dude? Yeah. I just kind of like look over my shoulder. Are you looking directly at him? <laughs> look at that face. Or are you glancing? In his general direction? <laughs> are you looking at his face? <laughs> no. I've, I'm just kind of like, no. You do one of these? Yeah, I just kind of do like a side like glance to see if you he's look like. look over your shoulder and flutter your eyes a Yeah, bit. I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna see if he's, if he's just like looking towards us. I wanna see if he's looking towards us. So yeah, I am looking at his face. Do a notice check without your negative two. Three. So. I still, I still can't notice on my... <laughs> you can't make out his face from where you are. He's kind of far away from you right. in the car. Yeah. So, the military dudes... Strong, your vision sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. The military dudes are kind of just staring out the windows, looking from side to side. Because um, where they're standing is kind of like the entrance where people would get into the car. You know? What do they look like? Like, how old are they? They're young. They look like they're fresh recruits. Um, maybe like... 18, 17. Oh, young. Especially, young. especially the Yanks. They tend to be a little bit hostile. Let's just, uh, let's enjoy our meal. Well, I've only had nice, you know, encounters, but, you know, I'm a friendly person. Mm. I'm just going to eat my food, though. I'm hungry. Yes, So yes. I'm going to start eating and look out the window. Let's enjoy it. So, uh, as you guys look out the window, uh, you notice in the distance, um, it, it's still snowy out, by the way because it's winter, mind you. So, in the distance, you can kind of make out some some people riding horses. It looks to be a bit, pretty big group, like six or seven of them. And they're just kind of riding off in the distance at their own pace, but they seem to be keeping pace with the train. Um, <laughs> you're looking at me all the way. Wait, uh, I'm know. like, no, because I'm like, I'm like, you're hearing, we're seeing horses, like we see horses, yeah, you see horses that are keeping pace with the train. I think the word you're there, looking for is robbers. Are, are we see, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do know. we, do we like, see, the, are there men on these horses? Like, nope, just horses. <laughs> just horses? The question is, where's the men? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that was a very interesting way for you to say that. <laughs> They're pretty far away. Okay. But, but do notice checks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four. I can't. Oh, three. You can't tell. They just look like horses to you. <laughs> they're, they're horses. You can tell that they're horses. You, to you, it looks like there might be some people on those horses. They look like really but dysfunctional horses. They're still a little too far, but you think that that might be what's happening. Uh that there are people who might be robbers? No, there's people riding the horses in a big group of seven. Seven? <laughs> Keeping pace with the train. I got this uh, super cool uh, military guy that loves my magic tricks. 
I'm gonna go, hey there, you see those out there? And he looks over, and he sees in the distance, and he actually has, like, a little binocular set on him. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he actually walks over there looking a little concerned and, and peers out. As he looks, he immediately grabs his rifle and goes, and does a sharp whistle to the guy at the back and a point. They both immediately go to the side and are looking out ready. Oh my, do we have to be concerned? We about to be robbed? So yeah, go ahead and start mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> are y'all gonna die? Like, I wanna play. You get robbed. <laughs> the, the one that's in the back looks a little nervous and he actually opens up to go to the back car and he yells out, We got intruders and comes back into the car. And at that point, you can tell as they're getting closer that they're coming to the train. Did he mean to sound as feminine as he did, or is that just you? <laughs> He's young. He's okay. 16, 17. Okay. I'm going to go in the sleeper car real quick, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make sure all of my money except $20, I'm gonna put $20 in my bag and put everything else in my bosom. Okay. Um, I'm going to go up to them. She's still holding your cash, by the way. <laughs> Probably the safest place for it right now, honestly. Uh, I'm going to go up to the military man and be like, would you like some assistance? I got my own rifle on me. Yeah, it looks like it might be that way, sir. Go ahead and pick a window. Folks, we're about to get some action. And they kind of tell that to all of you guys. Oh! As the robbers start getting closer. I come back in the, seat, in the regular car and have my rifle with me how far away are they i duck down i'm like kind of hidden i'm like oh. they appear to be within about 50 yards of you guys they're okay. kind of closing in because it's coming to the point where the road is kind of coming along the tracks i'm gonna look at the main person the, the person leading the pack obviously the, mm-hmm. the one that i can presume is the leader yeah i'm gonna cast mind rider how far is he they're about 50 yards out I'm gonna does cast your range have one mile I just checked. Oh, okay. One mile range. Yeah. It gives me sight and hearing of the person that I cast it on. So I see what he sees and hear what he hears. Oh, okay. Alright. Cool. Yeah, it costs me three points, which I, I barely ever use my actual power points. Yeah, you're always hexing. My hexing points, because they're fucking amazing. Okay. But, yeah, so it's a spirit versus hex roll. Okay. Am I doing a spirit Yes, roll? you need a spirit roll against me. One. Oh, good. I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to use a Benny right now. <laughs> but yeah, so I pretty much, I gain his vision. I hear what he hears. Okay. Can you still see what's in front of you at the same time? Um, It's it's almost like an overlay. Can you go overlay. back and forth? Um, it's, it's more like an overlay. Okay. Like where he can still like I he can, can still see, see where he's seeing, but he it's like a soft vision over the top of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and he can still hear what he hears, but yeah. it's like somebody's whispering this information into his ear. All right. So once you cast that, you immediately can hear or can hear the uh, thumping of the horse underneath you. Uh, it's like you're on the horse. That's how you feel. And then you can hear. The guy that you're actually listening to, that's weird, <laughs> going, yeah, yeah. And then he yells back, he goes, I need two towards the front, two towards the back. Toby, 
try to get on from the backside. And then they all start to kind of split into different directions approaching the train. Okay. As my character, as my actual yeah, hexer, your vision. I'm going to talk to the guy next to me watching this. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to tell him, get someone on the rear. Someone's going to try and jump on. As soon as they jump on, push them back off. All right. So uh, he hears that and he's like, how do you know that? I can show you my voodoo or you can go stop this and I can tell you later. He's a young kid, so hearing voodoo, he's like, oh, okay. And he immediately runs to the back car. Okay. Uh, it sounds like there's a, a couple people back there that have guns and whatnot. They're getting ready. And you can kind of see a couple people manning windows okay. in the back, including the 300-pound chef that just passed out finger sandwiches everybody. Okay, um, has it been about a minute since I took over? Roughly. Okay, okay cool, so that affects phase. Okay. But now at least I have a game plan, so as soon as I come back fully, I'm gonna spread what I heard and what I know of what's gonna happen. Two people to the front, two people in the back, someone's gonna try and immediately jump on through the back. Okay. Don't know what they're here for, but they're coming on. Alright, so are you guys all at the windows with guns? As Can well? I help you? No, I'm sorry, I'm listening to you. <laughs> so, that was intense. You were like, <laughs> are you all electing to stay in the car you're in? Yeah, I'm kind of like hiding oh. under the table. I'm gonna actually. So you're not gonna draw a gun? Uh, I'm not drawing a gun, no. I'm hiding. I'm like, <gasps> I'm gonna take this saloon girl. I'm gonna take the women. We're gonna go with a sleeper car, okay? Okay. And I'm gonna take the saloon girl. Come on, darling. Let's go run the other car. See if we can stay out of this. Okay. So she immediately gets up and she's like, oh, Miss Scarlet. And she grabs you and you guys kind of walk into that car. And I'm going to hide her in the corner in there. Toby, okay. the one that's getting on, did I see what he looked like? So Toby's a young, fit guy. Well, did, it, did, I, did I see what he looked like? Yeah. Like when I was in his eyes, I saw it? Yeah, because Toby was actually riding next to him and he looked over. I'm going to scoot myself to the back and wait for Toby to jump on. Okay, you're, so we got the two military dudes. Actually, uh, the young boy, he's armed because he owns that oddity shop. His dad had weapons and whatnot. He's sitting at a, a window with a pistol ready to fire. Um, the saloon girls moved into the car with you. You're cowered under a bench in between the military dudes and the 16-year-old. And then uh, you've made your way to the back car. Get a load of this guy. You're not talking to me. We're not even staying out. No, I'm talking to you, you. <laughs> Under the bench. Um, yeah, I'm making my way to the back cart. <laughs> okay. Um, so as soon as Toby comes on, so while I make my way back there, I'm going to cast boost on myself to up my, my shooting. Okay. What does that do? It. I can choose a stat and up it. And I just roll my, uh, like the roll dice my type. hexen. And each time, or if I hit the four right, it goes up by one point. And every time I raise, it goes up by another point. So if I get to 12, I get three raises, so it goes up by three points. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to cast boost on myself real quick. Uh -huh. Uh, Six, eight, so it goes up by two points. So it now becomes a two, which means I roll with a six on my shooting. Okay. And then as soon as Toby comes up, I just want to pull out my, uh, wait, wait, wait. my peacemaker and just pop him. Well, we'll wait till he right in the skull. The and I only, and I only, I have a, I'm a pacifist. I have as a hindrance, meaning I only fight in self-defense. Didn't he pull a shotgun before, not in self-defense? Well, when there was <laughs> a, a zombie, yeah. When there was a creature, when that was at first, when there was a creature in harm, 
like he there thought, was a human he being. There was, he was trying to defend it. He just needed an elbow to the face to remind him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, in the middle car, you and the young saloon girl are in there. Do um, I know her name? Her name's Flora. Flora. Yeah. It's all right, Flora. I'll take care of you. I'll shoot anything that comes through that door. So she's cowering in the corner? Yeah, I have her, like, in the corner between the bed and the wall. Oh, okay. So, that way so she's, she's not... kind of hidden. Yeah, okay. so hopefully they won't even notice her. Okay, so she's hidden. She, uh, she can, Actually, there's some drapes hanging off the bed. She kind of encompasses her. I'm going to tell her, put your money in your bosom. That $20 I just gave you. And if anybody asks you, you tell them you lost everything in that fire. I will. And she goes ahead and shoves the money into her bra. Now, um, in that car, there's actually a military dude in there as well, like a different one. Um, he's manning one of the windows, and he's standing there ready with his rifle. And he's like, don't worry, ladies, I'm going to take care of you. And you guys notice him running through as you guys are kind of situating yourselves. Well, thank you, sir. And I'm going to tell Flora, don't you, you, you disagree with anything I say too, little lady. All right. And then you make your way to the back. The chef is in there. He's at a window with a gun. He's actually looking like he's about to shoot somebody because they're actually riding right up on the train now. And then uh, there's a, another military dude that I did or that wasn't like a parent at the beginning. He's been in the back the whole time, and he actually is standing on the back car with the horses, with the door open, kind of waiting. Is that number three military guy or number four? He's number four. Okay. The three that were apparent before were there when you guys were like loading and stuff. Mm-hmm. We've got good numbers. If these young kids can shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go up to him and be like, all right, someone's about to come up through here, try and onboard through the rear here. As soon as you see them, put them down. Will do, sir. Don't worry. We got this. If you want to shoot, you can go ahead and take that window. Um, do I see anything out the window? So as he says that to you, you actually see Toby starting to make his way towards that back car. He's getting really close. Okay, um, I'm going to look at him. Uh, do I have your authority under the United States military to shoot this man? The guy, uh, the military man looks at you and he says, Sir, I'm going to go ahead and take that shot first. Once I've initiated combat, it's free for all. And he goes ahead and he picks up his rifle and he aims to shoot. Okay. Oh, no. I didn't put on my music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I'm making sure I don't get shot for no reason. I am under the music United States military. Do you agree? Yes. All right. Baby kitty. Come say hi later. He probably won't. He did last time. Did he? No. Mm-hmm. He did. Hello, sir. Come here. Come here, remember me? So you going to take a shot? No. All right. Yeah, so he's going to go ahead and he's going to aim and take a shot at Toby. Yeah, Toby is he right up. And since he's military, he has a higher shot. Yeah. Course. So... He rolls a three. Okay. Uh, as he shoots at Toby, the bullet whizzes past his ear. Toby's fully aware, and he goes ahead, and he immediately takes an aim back. Okay. Uh-oh. And when he shoots, he shoots back at the military general, 
because or military man. Yeah, the military man because he saw him shoot at him, and it whizzes past his ear. You see it go through the actual car on the other side though, and there is now a bullet hole. Okay, man. how close? Oh, there's a bullet hole in the military guy or just in the, the car. How far away from me is he right now? Oh, he's like riding right next to the train. Cool. I'm gonna pull out my double barrel shotgun and just pop. <laughs> like both of them? He's within 10 feet, so you get 3d6 damage on that. Alright, well, I got a 4. So, a 4 hits, right? Yeah. Cool. So, 3d6? Yeah. Uh oh. It's a 3. Do you want me to re roll it back on the table? Yeah. Or? yeah. Alright, so that's. Seven, twelve. So twelve points. Just pop. Okay. So when you shoot him, uh, you actually shoot him right here, and he immediately falls off of his horse. His horse kind of stumbles, but is able to get back up and kind of rides off away from him. Cool. He's oh bloodied on the ground. Cool. Um, the other and robbers. And the train's still moving, right? Yeah, the train's moving at full speed. The other robbers are still riding along the side of the train, and they're actually looking like they're about to try to mount the train as well. Uh, in the second car, you see the military guy go, Get back! And he shoots a warning shot. Um, they're not wavering, though, and they go ahead and go to return fire. Okay. I'm going to, while I have that moment, I'm going to reload my shotgun. I'm going to go up to the window in the second car by the military guy and see if there's anybody. We have to initiate no, I think right. Well, do we? Um, right, right not now. Not until they actually like board start, the train. Yeah, getting on the train. So the other guy shoots, and when he shoots, he shoots and hits the military guy in the arm as you approach him. You both duck down immediately. He's not killed, but his. Uh, is it a through and through? Yeah, it's a through and through on his arm, and he is bleeding pretty badly. Oh, ma! I'm going to grab a sheet off the bed and wrap his arm up for a little bit. Okay, and he's kind of like, ah, fuck! But, you know, as you do that, you turn a kid off successfully, and he goes ahead, and he kind of goes onto one of the beds and lays down to put pressure on it. Um, he goes, go to the front car! Go to the front car! Be safe! It's up to you if you want to, though. Uh, I'll take... Flora, come on, Flora, let's go up front. Let's go by the military man and see if we can figure out what's going on here. Alright, so as you go up front. Uh I'm assuming I hear this gunfire, right? You can hear it. Do you so, get up? Yeah, I actually after hearing all that gunfire and stuff like that, I wanna I wanted to be able to come out from underneath the table and rush my way over to the the stable or the car that has all the women in it. I wanted to make sure that everybody was okay in there. Um that's in that room, that's the gentleman that got shot, right? Yeah. Okay. So. As you come in, I'm gonna say he got shot. He's telling us to go up front. Oh, and I, I kind of, I want to lean over him, and I, I kind of, I press my hand across his chest, and I go. God watches over you, and I'm gonna cast healing, um, okay. because it's I can instantly heal a wound with uh, that's happened within the first hour or the last hour. Oh, okay. So, how naive is this magic man over here that he's like, God protects you and heals a wound. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just heals up. He was like, oh, the Lord is strong. Oh, I forgot to mention oh. the military dude is shaking. Uh, five plus four. four that's nine. Jesus Okay. Christ. So, um, you go ahead and when you heal him, 
uh, you notice that the rag on him is still bloody, but you notice that he's actually able to move his arm. And he goes, it doesn't hurt anymore. It's morphine. It's all in God's name. Are so, you are you still able to fight, soldier? And he like lifts his arm and he's like, the hell? And he reveals or pulls it back to reveal that there's no damage, but there's blood everywhere still. Oh and my. he's like, Soldier, are you are you able to still fight? He's dazed and he's very confused as to how you did that, but he's like, yeah. Good. Defend the car. I'm gonna help the women to the front of the car. Defend it. And I, I immediately I leave him. I turn around and I, I follow the women to the front of the car. Well, that's amazing, Father. So. Um, yeah, that's pretty dope. Can I still still see people outside my train where I'm at? So where you are, there are two riders, and they saw what happened with Toby, so now they're actually looking like they're coming back to make their way onto that back car. All right, am I able to make a turn, or do you want to go real quick? Honey? Oh, so we're in the front car, right? Yeah, you guys are all in the front. So and, now, there's, and the military men are by the windows. Are there any windows left? Um, There's three windows left, actually. So I'm going to go up to one of the windows and kind of peer out from, you know... Trying to just look look over where I'm not standing full in front of it, but where I'm just kind of peering out and try to see what's what's near us. All right. So as you look out, you see um, two horses. One of them still has someone on it. The other one doesn't. Oh, looks like we knocked one of them off at least. As you say that, do a notice check for me, you two, because you're in that car. <laughs> Can't notice shit to save my life. You got a four? Mm. Yeah, I got a one. <laughs> now, give yourself credit. You got a one and a negative one. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. Don't forget You're that negative. Fail, make a big, fat, and hairy fail. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you're hard of hearing. That's an unfortunate thing. Comes with age. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Like 24 or something. He's had a very hard life. Lots of bills. Actually, I think I am. I'm yeah, I'm 34. 34. Oh, you are old. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm an older. Old for the old west. Yeah. Old, yeah, old yeah. Old you already west. passed. In my eyes, crazy. you're old. Oh, yeah. Aren't you like 20? You're young. Both of you are young. I'm 24. You? Yeah. I'm 31. Jesus, I'm hit. I'm past <laughs> my midlife crisis. Right? That's why I don't care no more. What the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> You're so, right. Uh, You're right. Satan. You footy daddies. Your ears once again have failed you, and you don't hear anything. Uh, but you hear what sounds to be footsteps on the back of the top of your car. Can everybody hear that? Somebody's on top of our car. I'm going to pull out my two peacemakers, and I'm going to see the two people rolling up, and I'm going to try and go pop, pop, one to each. Okay. I take a negative two on my offhand because I don't have ambidextrous, but I still have my 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 uh, points to my shooting, so I still got the sixes for both. Okay. And I'm gonna say to Flora, you remember what I told you? You don't say anything. Sit down. Um, Somebody, goes, we might be boarded. She goes and uh, sits back in the back corner where she was before. I got a five on my first shot. Okay. So when you shoot. You shoot and it hits their uh, shoulder, well, but yeah, okay. they don't fall. Okay, well, I still get to roll damage on it, right? Yeah. Okay, and my second shot is uh, double sixes. Awesome. Uh, ten, eight. So it. That one hits with a race. 
So yep. that one actually ends up. So let me roll damage on both, because both each uh, peacemaker is a 3d6. Yeah. So uh, seven, nine on the first shot. So the first guy gets, sh- yeah, he gets shot in the shoulder and actually falls down onto the ground. His horse ends up kind of trampling over him in that process. Uh, 11 on the second shot. You get a headshot with that one. Fantastic. And you see brain matter kind of explode out of the back of that guy's head as he falls limp onto his horse. Awesome. He's still kind of attached by his stirrups. But he's dead. Up, so he's kind of like, <laughs> like this. That's fantastic. At least that one hopefully won't turn into a zombie and come back and get us. Matthew's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly how I want to kill him. <laughs> Every okay. one of these guys is another soul because they're all sinners. Alright. So in the front car, right, you're in the back car. You can tell. Did you call me Sinner Man? You can tell from where you are as you look out the door that the other people at the front of the train are kind of trying to get up on it. You can actually see one man walking on the top of the uh, first car. I can? Yeah, from the car that you're in. Because you're kind of. Think of it like, like a circus train. Where the side of the door opens and they can load the horses in like that. So you're kind of looking out of the side of the train. Would I be able to take my gun and fire at it? You can, but that's going to be like a negative two, because that's far as fuck. I'll take that shot, yeah. Okay. Oh my god. I just hope it doesn't go in the car. Uh, five and a four, so, uh, boop. <laughs> so, boop. Six, eleven, so nine. Okay, so when you shoot... That was with the negative two? Yeah, because okay. I got an 11, which became a 9. So it hits. Um, do a damage deal. Uh, 8, 9. So when you shoot, it hits him in the shoulder, in the back, uh, and he falls onto the car. But you can see that he's still trying to get back up. He's not dead. He is shaking. Though. All right. Um. All right. Did we hear him fall? Yeah, so you guys in the first car hear a thud. And you actually look out the window, um, and you can see that it looks like the ones that are still out there are kind of peeling off, like they know that they failed. Uh, but you can hear the noise on top of the car. The, 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 it sounds like he's gotten back up, and now he's making his way up to the front. I'm going to take a second shot and take that negative four, because it's two for the distance and another two for the rapid. Oh, you're doing it without... I'm going to try. Yeah. Okay, without reloading. No, mine's a six shooter. So oh, oh, okay. No, I get two because I get the second negative two because it's back to back real quick with the same gun. Where oh. with the two pistols, it's one one. Where I get the negative two because it's an offhand, but I don't get the negative because it's a double shot from the same gun. Gotcha. So uh, this is a negative four. Isn't he down on his hands and knees? No, he got up. All oh, right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as like, you I got shoot, a the negative three and a negative one. Oh yeah, that. I, yeah, that bullet's that <laughs> somewhere in Oklahoma. Wait, what was what did you actually roll? You didn't roll a double one and ones, a three. Right? Oh, okay. But with a negative four, it's a negative three and a negative one. All right, so the guy he hears that you shot, but he's at this point just trying to get to the front of the car, and you actually see him start to go down the ladder that's right in front of the car, and you guys start to see his feet coming down. Hey, hey, look! As you Somebody get that, over there. The military guy turns around and sees him right there. He shoots through the window. 
and he gets a shot, but he doesn't actually hit the guy. It ends up just ricocheting off the other car in front that carries the coal. Um, does anyone else want to take a shot I'm at the before he gets into the? Train. No, I know you too. Before he walks into the car and we have to pull initiative. <laughs> I only attack in in, in self defense. I don't have very good shooting skills, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold my gun up towards him. Okay. But not so that way when he comes through, the first thing he sees is people pulling a gun at him. All right, so uh, when you do that, the other military guy in the back kind of starts making his way up towards the front of the car, and the robber pulls open the door and walks in. Uh, he immediately goes to pull to shoot at the um, the guy at the end. The military man? Yeah. He shoots and he hits him in the shoulder. I want... I want to see if uh, if it's possible. I want to get up as he's coming up and like as I see him going to shoot that weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to. How far am I away from him? You're not that far. You're like 15 feet, if that. So like, is it possible? Can I get up and then I want to cast the spell before he tries to shoot off its deflection? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So basically, deflection um, with a success will deflect any projectile shot or thrown or anything like that. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. So I'm going to like as I as I get up and kind of like I'm going to like I'm not going to like stand up, but I'm going to quickly like scurry on my knees and hands and stuff like that, but like and I'm going to go to like touch on his feet and and be like in God's name and then and then cast a spell. Which it's uh Jesus Christ, oh, that's a 16 so far. Fucking 23. 19. Yeah, so 23. Yeah. Man, you deflected it right. so bad his gun exploded. So, <laughs> when you did that, um, the spell goes off, and as that bullet comes out of the gun, uh, you see the bullet stops midair right in front of the pistol. Uh, it just kind of stays there, and the guy is kind of looking at it like, what the fuck? And Do I, I see that? Yeah, everyone in the train car can see it, and everyone is kind it? of. <laughs> <laughs> Have you made your way up front yet, or are you still standing? Uh, I we haven't gotten the meeting. What the uh, fuck? Okay. <laughs> Do I feel that type of magic in the air? No, you don't. No. Sit yeah. down. Can <laughs> I notice that kind of magic? Yeah, in, the air? in the car. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm immediately in the car. Yeah. You turn, you turn, it, you turn into someone else just, who used to. Did, did you I turn into someone else who used to sell me a pier in the other little. Yeah, I feel a disturbance in the force. So uh, he just stands there, kind of shook, and he tries again. And again, the same thing happens. Now there's two bullets just floating in so the So I'm going to stand up, put my rifle at him, and say, you don't know what you're up against, and your friends have left. Why don't you put that down? He looks at you, and he's visibly shaken, and he drops his gun. Now that's more like it. Father, get that. Get that away from him. And so... I, I I get up and I and I, I'm still scurrying on my knees and stuff like that and I I get up I pick up the gun and I kind of back up. Okay. And I'm gonna talk to the military guy. You guys have some rope or something and tie him up. So at that point the military kid he's like 17. He's like yeah and he puts get his rifle it. down and and he tackles the guy actually. The guy is bleeding, so <laughs> he's like oh, but. He you got some rope. He's off. <laughs> he pins him down, and another, the other kid walks up, and he immediately 
goes All ahead. right, now well. let's get those get those firearms away from him, though. And I'm gonna go over and pick up the military guy's rifle and move it away. I'm gonna holster all my weapons, come up front, and go. What was all that ruckus? Because oh, oh. nobody saw what I did. You're, now you're showing up. Let's sit him down and let's ask him some questions. Okay. So he's kind of hogtied the way that they tied him up. So he's got his hands and his feet all. Well, connected. put him up against the wall. So, Just let him lean against the wall somewhat. <laughs> okay. So uh, he's kind of laying on his side up against the wall, staring at you guys, and he's like. Fuck you guys. Your friend's gonna come back? <laughs> I fucking hope. Not. Fuck I hope they fucking guys. kill you guys. Now, darling, I'm gonna try to be charming to him and get him to... I'm gonna try to turn my charm on to him. Now, darling, come on now. I didn't mean to be so rough with you earlier. You know, I don't have hardly anything but the clothes on my back, and here you are trying to rob us. Now, your friend's gonna come back and try to hurt us or what? Look at these. It's just ladies and a couple, couple old men here. Well, it seems like they fucking pussied out on me in the middle of this shit, so no, they don't seem probably like very, not. Yeah, they don't seem like very good friends. How do you end up with such ruffians? You seem like a nice guy. Uh, Just bad luck, I bet. Yeah, they picked me up when I was younger, and I've been running with them ever since. Oh, don't you know? You poor thing. You probably just got mixed up with the wrong crowd. Now, how can we resolve this to make sure they don't come back? Because you don't want to get mixed up with that kind again. To be honest, they're not that great of robbers. They probably won't come back. We've left people behind before. Oh, well, that's just sad for you, darling. I didn't think it'd ever happen to me, but fuck, here I am. Laura, go get some sheets from the bed inside. Let's tie off his arm. So, by this time... Or, Father, can you help him? So yeah, because his, his shoulder is shot and he is bleeding actively. <sighs> so. Father, you need to heal him. He's going to bleed all over the place. Did you ever come forward, or are you still back there? Okay, so you've made your way back into the front, and you're there while everyone's kind of talking with this guy. I, I'm i going to be like, I uh, I don't know any medicine. I I don't know. You healed the soldier? I, I, I don't know how I did that. I Well, try again. I, uh, and I, I kind of, I lean, <laughs> I lean over his shoulder, and I'm, I'm going to be like, uh, God watches over you, my son. And I'm... Gonna, it? It's gonna cast heal, it's so like 10, yeah. A 10? Yeah, for a 10. Okay, so uh, when you go ahead and, and you cast that heal on him, you guys, the bullet actually didn't go through on him. With him, it's jammed right here in the bone of his shoulder. Ooh. And you see it kind of spit out and fall to the floor. The wound slowly closes, but there's a big-ass scab on it. But you can tell, like, there's no more... Did I, there. did I see that happen? Everybody that was looking at him saw that happen. Oh, that is cool. just amazing. What is that witchcraft? <laughs> <laughs> you shush. He healed him. With witchcraft? We're, as long as it's helping people, what does it matter? As long as it helps. Now, <laughs> let's let's get ourselves back together just in case they do come back. So Flora <laughs> is kind of sitting in the back and she's like, this is crazy, you guys. I... I can't deal with this. I'm going to bed. And she immediately gets up and she goes to the second car. Um, the guy is kind of laying there. He's not groaning anymore, but he's like, are you guys going to take me to the sheriff? Oh, we aren't even headed back to the sheriff. We're headed to, where are we headed? What is <coughs> that place they're making us go to? So you guys actually are headed back to Fargo. Oh, we're not headed. Whoa. We're not. We weren't. Nope. You're going back to Fargo. You're Fargo bound. 
Oh. The reason being is they needed to retrieve some things from Deadwood. They actually put the gold ore back into the animal car. It's hidden under some boxes, but... We should have asked where this train was going. We're headed back to where we came from. Yeah, they're trying to get the ore back to a processing facility because, you know, they got to make money somehow. Yeah. Deadly. We're going backwards, for God's sake. Yeah. Sorry. Um, how do I end up with you guys? So... I'm going to go sit down by my half-eating sandwich and finish it. All right. <laughs> yeah, all the food is still there because pretty much all this happened right as lunch was served. Uh, it's only been about 30 minutes since everything happened, so it, it's roughly like 4 p.m.-ish. It's not that late. I'm going to look at the hogtie guy. You hungry? Mm, I could eat. Father, you should go get him one of those sandwiches from the back, from the staff car. can't have a man going hungry. <sighs> I'm too startled to eat. I can't eat mine anymore. He can actually have mine. Here you go with that. And I, I kind of shove my food over to him. And All right, so he's hogtied, and he just goes over, and he's like, Oh, um, that's just sad. <laughs> well, you I'm guys, you tie him up better. You tie him up with his feet bound and his hands in front. Man, you are one pushy character. I'm overconfident. <laughs> nah, you pushy. <laughs> I believe everything I think. She'd be right. like, tell the soldiers what to do and shit. <laughs> soldiers are like, what the fuck? And the they're young, so they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> Tie him up different, I said. Do his feet and put his hands in front so he can eat like a human being. So the soldier, the way that he's connected is the hands and feet are tied separately, and then they tied them together with a rope, so they just cut the rope in the middle. So he's still bound. But now they just need to move his hands to the front. She's also incredibly attractive, so they're like, "Oh, oh yeah." Yeah. Any pretty yeah. woman tell them anything, they gonna do it. And just enough older than them that they're like, mm. "They're like, ooh, I could get that." Yeah. <laughs> they can, but they think it. They're sixteen and seventeen. I guess it's acceptable back then, probably. Yeah, too young for me. They can be like twelve-year-olds. I, like I get that. Rich. <laughs> I like them almost dead, so I can get that well money. <laughs> I like oh them with, with having found a good. I want that coal money. <laughs> All right, so um, they end up re-hog tying his arms in the front, so he's like this, but he can actually grab the sandwich and put it up to his face and stuff. What's your name, boy? Cletus. Where are you from? I'm actually from the middle of nowhere, but I came from Fargo. Oh, we're headed back there, I hear. I just left there, now I'm headed back there. Mm, uh, you ain't messing much. Town's a fucking shithole. Well, we send you back there to the sheriff, what's gonna happen? You're gonna get hung, aren't you? Yeah, Robin's a hanging crime. You got family over there? No, I, I, that's why I was Robin. I ain't got nobody but me. Aww. Apparently I don't even have my own boys that helped me rob. I'm sitting in front of my sandwich going, man, my sandwich is cold. Yeah, maybe we should take him with us. Boy, it's just a poor boy. You need some guidance. You could help him. But my sandwich is cold. Sandwiches are cold. What kind of weird place you grew up in? A place where they actually make food. <laughs> what do you want, a fucking panini? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just eat your food and stop complaining. I want you to take two, two cast iron skillets, put one upside down, heat it up, put the other one on there with the sandwich in the middle, and press. Oh my gosh. 
Wow. I'm You're a bougie an bitch. <laughs> Impress. <laughs> I, want a, I want a classic panini. <laughs> um, so uh, he goes and. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> he makes me a panini. <laughs> so as uh, you guys talk, he, you guys shoot the shit with him because there's not really much he can do to fight with you at this point. He's hogtied and sitting on his ass in the middle of a train car in front of a bunch of military people. So, uh, from him, you end up learning that he came from Fargo. Um, his parents died very young. He got abandoned, got picked up by some robbers. Aww. He's only, like, 20. He's relatively young. I'm trying to figure out why he was robbing this train specifically. If there was anything of interest on the train that he wanted. Um, okay, do a, a roll. Like, a investigation. Well, I'm going to try and persuade him to tell me why. Oh, uh, okay. Do your persuasion, then. Uh, four. Okay. So, so I just hit the cusp. Yeah, you persuade him. He's not going to tell you a bunch of secret stuff or anything. Um, but pretty much what he tells you, he says, we heard that this train route was going again. We decided to get on the first one and rob it. Well, that makes sense, you know. Oh, so it's just a sad story. Father, what do you think we should do with him? You think we should turn him into law or try to reform him? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think everybody deserves a second chance. I, but, you know, unfortunately he has broken the law. And unfortunately he does have to pay for it. I, I hate to see someone so young get home. Uh, well, hopefully there, his jury won't be so mean. And I, I kind of, I kind of do a soft little quick prayer, you know. For him, and I kind of get up and I, I leave the car. Okay. Um, as you leave the car and you're walking into the sleeping car, um, one of the military people, the one that was all the way in the back, he passes you. Do a notice check without um, your negative. Without them. Two. Four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without the negative. Okay. You recognize him. Recognize the boy? The military guy. He doesn't look at you, but you know who he is. And you make your way into the car. Who is he? I, I, walk, I walk straight into the car, and I, I kind of, I, I kill all the lights, and I kind of hide out. And, and murder him. And, and just kind of lay in my bed. That was interesting wording. Hide out. <laughs> so he's now sleeping it's gotten a little bit later you guys have all been shooting the shit for a while uh, somebody has broken out some spirits and you guys are actually drinking with Cletus who isn't bleeding anymore so it's totally legit uh, saloon girl and you are, are sleeping and yeah so how are Flora and Cletus getting along Flora actually is getting along with him really well because um, they're actually around the same age they seem to be hitting it off um, she's giggling a lot and, and seems like she's kind of into him as well. But that's what saloon girls do. I'm going to go talk to that. Is there a military man who seems more in charge? Yeah, uh, the one that actually had recently walked into the car. He's not really overseeing, like, standing there with a gun. He's sitting down with you guys kind of shooting the shit, too. Um, he seems to be pretty relaxed considering his rank. What's his name? Uh, his name is Sergeant... Oh, I didn't come up with a name for him. Sergeant Jameson. 
So, Sergeant, let me ask you. I'm going to try to charm her now. Okay. Sergeant, let me ask you. You know this young boy, he just seems like he just had really bad circumstances. His parents died when he was super young. He got mixed up with these bad people who taught him bad things. You know, does he have to be go be turned into the law? Or can't he even give him some kind of second chance if we set him up with the right circumstances to get on the, the right path? Um... I feel like, you know, you understand what it's like when you're young and you lose your parents, oh. you know. And it's your call, isn't it? I mean, you're such a high rank and all. Well, it is my call, but the law is the law. Oh, and I would never want to break the law. I, you know, have a highest respect for it, sir. I'm just saying, he just seems like such a nice boy. Maybe we could find him a nice job. When he could get back on the right path, and wouldn't it be better for him to be a contributing member of society? Well, I am looking for more men. Do you like shooting? And when <laughs> he looks at him, the young guy Cletus, he's like, "Well, yeah, I shot you." <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the sergeant goes, "Bam!" <laughs> Cletus, you might want to not be sassy right now. <laughs> all right, all right. I shot at you, but yes, I am actually a pretty good shot, sir. And the general goes, or the sergeant, he goes, well, no one got wounded technically. So was there a shootout? No, I think it was just attempted. Never actually happened. So, and you know, look, look how cute those two are, I bet. With the right circumstances, they might just marry and have little ones and just have a nice little family. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Because that chick's a saloon girl. She ain't getting married. Well, probably not to Cletus, but she's getting married. My point. Mm-hmm. You just filling his head with dreams. Oh, she seems too naive to be a good saloon girl. She's going to get married and have some little ones. The sergeant looks at you and he looks at Cletus. And Cletus is like, sir, I just don't want to be fucking killed. Like... I'll stop doing this shit. Obviously, this isn't the life for me. What do you need me to do? And the, the sergeant looks at him and he's like, I don't want to do paperwork. I'll let you go. And he actually agrees. You charmed him. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, Cletus, I want to hear about you getting in trouble again, you hear? But I'm not going to release him until we are about to get off this thing. Cause oh, I don't want no, definitely not. Shit. You know, you know, that's your, your lesson to be learned. you got to remember this. And he don't actually, do this again. at that point, he thinks about it, and he, he uh, motions to one of his guys and tells him to empty Cletus's pockets. So he begins to empty out his pockets. He has a pocket here, four on his pants. What's um, in his pockets? <laughs> So there's a handful of bullets. There's like 11 bullets um, to go in his revolver. His gun is a six-shooter as well. It's nothing fancy. It actually looks kind of old. It looks like he doesn't really know how to take care of it either. It's kind of looking on the rusty side. So he's just an idiot all around. He's young. They gave him what they had. So... He's run with these guys for a while. One of them gets caught him. He's an orphan that was picked up by bandits. And he wasn't getting a very good cut. Yeah, every time they would rob, he would get little morsels. He wouldn't get actual good cuts. He was just a a grunt for them. So, yeah, um, 
he has nothing dangerous other than the bullets in his pockets. Uh, he does have one personal item. Uh, it looks to be like a little watch. It's not a pocket watch, though. It looks like a watch that the arms came off of. And he just has that in his pocket. The face is cracked and it no longer works. Alright, I'm going to see that this happens. See that there's no going to be no execution happening. Sigh loudly and go to bed. Alright. You're in bed. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I did my good deed for the day. Now you, you be thankful he's giving you a second chance, yeah? Oh, yes, ma'am. I'll Miss see Miss you in the Scar. morning. Alright. Have a good sleep. Too. Okay. So uh, you guys all go to sleep. Flora actually... I'm going to tell Flora to come, actually. Flora, it's not proper for a lady to be alone with all these men. Come on. Oh, all right. You can I'll talk to him in the morning. I'll see you in the morning, Cletus. And she kind of <laughs> gives him a peck on the cheek, and then she gets up and goes. Uh, I was more worried that she was going to release him in the middle of the night. That's what I was more worried about. And then he just goes to the train, just pop, pop, <laughs> robs the train solo. And then they run out like Bonnie and Clyde. And yeah, because she was character. in on it the whole time. <laughs> She's right. a little young and naive. I don't think she's going to make it. So uh, you guys all go to sleep. Um, you have a dream in the middle of the night. Oh, God. Um, the dream that you have, you don't really understand what it means, but it's uh, it kind of relates a little bit more to what you saw earlier when you questioned the young man that owned the oddity shop. Uh, you see a building in a city on fire, and you're standing kind of right in front of the doors. You're looking up, and you can hear screams from the inside. People are running out of the theater or out of the building around you. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. My bad. Ignore That's that. what they all I'm thinking about is whether he's the one who set it on fire or not. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That's too. what I was thinking. I was all like, <laughs> I was like, did he like, like walk the doors yeah. and like he's just sitting there I'm like sitting yeah. there thinking, did I start this fire? <laughs> <laughs> and as people run towards the doors, they haven't quite I'm just shooting them down. <laughs> um, you're actually going like this and it seems like some type of force is coming out of your hands and it shoves the doors back shut. And then all the glass bursts. I on did the start this fire. Oh, jeez. And as that happens, you suddenly wake up in the middle of the night. You shoot up and you look around you. It's pitch black dark. It seems to be about three in the morning. All right. So I'm going to breathe heavily for a moment, chuckle mm -hmm. to myself a little, and go back to bed. Chuckle. Damn. <laughs> all right. Wow. As you didn't lay, shake you at all, huh? As you lay your head back down. I just put down like two men, no problem, not an issue. <laughs> As you lay your head back down uh, and you close your eyes, you kind of hear like what's, uh, what sounds like a devilish like laugh. like, <laughs> And then you fade back into your slumber. Nice. So the morning comes and you hear. <laughs> Got my cards back. <laughs> You have that. Oh, you Yeah, I did. Gotcha. So you pull back into uh, into Fargo. You guys are at the little train depot that you started at in the first session. So the train pulls up. There's actually uh, the guy, the 300-pound guy that was cooking. He's the one bringing your horses off. Um, they're kind of 
uh, tied up at the end of the platform. Uh, if you guys want, you guys can go retrieve your horses and ride back into town. I'm going to ask him, when is, when is this train set to leave back, to go back? Uh, we're actually planning on leaving back tomorrow. Uh, we've resumed full service going back over to uh, Laramie, but we now go through Deadwood. We don't use the other track no more. Oh, awesome. Well, I'll be seeing you tomorrow then. Flora, right. I'm going to take you over to, I'm going to go up to Flora and say, Flora, I'm going to take you over to the saloon and introduce you to some of my old friends. I used to work over there. Okay. And so she walks with you and you got to let her get on your horse with you? Mm. You're both going to ride sideways. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> what kind of uh, shops are here? So, um, it's actually Fargo's a big ass town. So. Oh, damn! Wow! Do I own one of them houses? I'm impressed. A lot of it is housing. Um, the yellow parts are like industries, you know, like textiles, clothing, things like that. Um, most of the buildings are houses and apartments. Uh, except for that little yellow square. You see that yellow? Uh, top right corner? In the center. Oh, okay, yeah. You see that tiny one? That's downtown. Okay. In downtown, that's where all the shops and stuff are. That's where all of your businesses are going to be. Everything else throughout the town is residential. All right, I'm going to go to that little shop area. Okay. So this road right here, this one that's kind of winding down in the bottom. Yeah. That's where the train is. So right. you guys are coming up that road to get back into Fargo. Um, do you guys all ride your horses in? I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, the military dudes with Cletus, um, the military guys are going to stay on the train. Um, Cletus, they're trying to get him to stay with them so that he can just be with them as part of their uh, security detail for the train. I'm so going to say to Cletus as, as we ride away, I'm going to say, you should really listen to them. Seems like you have a good opportunity to go right near. I will, Miss Scarlet. Don't worry. I'm going to do my best and I'm going to do everything that Sergeant Jameson says. Good boy. You, you have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. So they're working on getting him a uniform and getting him papers and all that shit. So you guys leave. You guys ride back into town. Um, as you ride into Fargo, it looks kind of like this. As you're coming around, you're kind of riding past some houses and stuff. And you see, like, smoke coming from smokestacks all over the city um, from the industries and whatnot. As you approach the main square, you guys kind of ride right into downtown. There's a big... Uh, uh, courtyard right there when you get to the heart of downtown uh, right in front of you you see city hall it's a really nice building white columns very classic looking it actually looks um, to be relatively new like they recently built it uh, there's a theater off to the side there's a general store there's a tailor there's a couple different random businesses throughout the town um, as you approach there's actually a little kid right there selling some newspapers Oi, get your papers here, Deadwood Consent. Get your papers. Hey, you need a paper, don't you? Did you hear about those guys that went missing? Oh, oh yeah, I'll take a paper. How much, how much is the paper? 25. 20... 25 cents, Oh, sir. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got 25 that. 25 dollars. I, 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 I was like, 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I pull out the 25 cents and I hand it over. Thank you. Father, Thank you, sir. Grab one of those, too. Uh, uh... Oh, I'll give you the money. I only had a quarter. I have your money. Oh, yeah, you do have yeah. my money. Can I get it? Here you go. Pull out a wad. Uh, Put it in your hands. There uh, you go. Uh, do you have change? For the whole wad? <laughs> oh, no, no. For a dollar. Dollar. They gave you hundreds of dollars, remember. 
Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't have change. Do do a notice check. Do a notice check. Yeah. Some kids trying to pick on you right now. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> oh, it's not a one. Am I right there too? Can I attempt to notice? No, hold on. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use a use Benny. I'm gonna re-roll that again. I got a four! Oh, oh, thank God. We should need to get at least a two to see what the fuck is happening. <laughs> Don't jinx me! <laughs> you son bitch. I, I rolled a one, so... I, I rolled a five minus the two, that's three, so I still fail. Fuck! Alright, go on. So, uh, you, you choose not to count your money. Oh, no. <laughs> I just gave you a wad. I didn't say how much was in it. And you uh, fail to recognize that she only gave you 400. So, right. <laughs> That's all her. That's not me. Don't look at me. Right That's what I talked to her outside about. <laughs> Pencils are right there, babe. God, you are. Oh. You are dirty. Oh. <laughs> I'm over here hiding like small information. She's mugging me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a greedy witch. It's a it's a collector's fee. I collected it for him and I carried it for him. <laughs> a fifth is a collector's fee. <laughs> and I carried it for him at the robbers oh, commodity. I, I kept 20, his money safe. I gave him. You gave him twenty five cents. Are you gonna buy her paper as well? Reasonable? You don't know that she shorted you. Yeah. He does have change. Yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> you give him the dollar, and he's like. So, uh, Wait, it's 50 cents a paper? No, it's 25. 25. Why did you... Oh. Because you already had given him the quarter oh, and then okay. she asked oh, you. Yeah, yeah. And so you give him the dollar and he's like, here you go, and he runs and takes your dollar, but gives you the paper. And does he give me my change? No. He just... God, you're getting mugged oh, left and right. Oh, look some, some nice tipping. Can I grab that? <laughs> oh, and then I grab it right off his hand. <laughs> Well, did he see? Did he see me? You guys are all together, standing right there with your right. horses. I got a six, nine. Yeah. Minus two because I have no points in agility, so that gives me a uh, seven. Oh, okay. Um, you grab at his shirt, and he kind of. Uh, <coughs> hey there, boy. Can I get a tip from you? Uh, yeah, Mister. That'll be that'll be twenty-five cents. All right. Well. Uh, can I make a notice check to see if I notice that he didn't give change? Yeah. Alright. My notice is a six. I got a five, so... You did see. Alright. Well, how about you just give me that quarter that you owe him and call it even then? Uh, okay. And so he gives you the paper and he's like, am I good? Yeah. Yeah, oh. you good. Alright, and he runs off still giving the 50 extra cents. So... No, because he got... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he gave him a quarter, and then he gave him another <laughs> He dollar. only got an extra quarter then. <laughs> no. Yeah, because, gave, well, because He gave him he a, gave quarter a quarter at first, and then she asked for a paper. And then so that's 75 cents he walked away with. Yeah. Plus, he gave me a quarter back, which is 50 cents. Yeah. Plus, he gave me the paper without me paying, which is only 25 cents that he got away with. Oh, that. I didn't realize it. Okay, yeah. I did tell him that he gave you a quarter. Okay, yeah. So, you got so an extra quarter. I'm going to take that quarter and my paper. I'm going to start messing with it with my fingers, like rotating around my hands, and then I'm going to pocket it. <laughs> Ah. Do a notice check. 
<laughs> can I do a gambling check to kind of... Oh, no. Can I do a... Can I do a... Don't show? worry, I won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I was all like, I was like, I'm not going to notice this. Got a five. Okay, yeah, you do it. Oh, you got noticed! <laughs> you noticed! Oh, oh you definitely noticed. Seven. You did it. You saw this happen. So now we're stealing from little children? It's okay. You mean when the boy ran off from you? It's cool for him to steal from you, father? A man of the claw. You don't know what that boy goes through. You took the money out of his pocket. It was his money. Give him his quarterback. What are no. you doing taking money from the father? <laughs> How could you? <laughs> How could you stand here in the morning? <laughs> I'm just going to stare at her. I shorted him. I'm just gonna no, but I see you do other shit. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just gonna stare at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the corner out, flick it to you, and go. No. And then I'm gonna walk away. You gotta be a better man. All right. <laughs> so uh, are you guys gonna make your way through the court? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm gonna go away from this harlot. <laughs> this harlot. All right. You didn't say that out loud, right? <laughs> I did. So are you headed to the saloon and dance hall? Um, of course she is. Yeah, because I want to answer this. Go and mug other people. <laughs> All right, now her and... I know who I'm going to see the hell. Miss <laughs> Scarlet and Flora, they're headed to the saloon and dance I got to go play in the afternoon. All right, pause. We'll pause. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, Miss Scarlet and Flora are headed towards the saloon and da uh, dance hall. Um, what are you two doing? Where are you headed? Is is there a... Uh, a uh, no, a uh, church. Yeah, a church or some kind yeah, of. Yeah, actually, this courtyard, it's kind of reminiscent. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the New Orleans Square nope. in New Orleans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I've only seen the New Orleans I, Square. I, I, I thought. Yeah. You were from New Orleans. Yeah, I thought you were from New Orleans. I've never personally actually seen it. <laughs> <laughs> just, but have you seen pictures? No. No, okay. Like the Mardi Gras Square? No, that's no New Orleans Square it. where the park is and the cathedral nope. and the water. It's really pretty. Okay. Uh, well, it, it's kind of reminiscent of that. You know what I'm talking about. But there's a big-ass church to the left mm. of I'm, City Hall. Perfect. Then I'm actually going to head there. Okay. So you're headed to the church. Do you have a plan or are you just kind of sitting in the square? Because you um, can do that too. What kind of shops are there around me? So immediately you can see a two-story general store to your right. Okay. It's a big ass store, um, and it's it looks like it's really like I don't know like posh, considering the time frame that you're in. It looks like whoever is running it is really trying to make it look upscale. Okay. Um, there's also like a small tailor shop, and then also in that square there's a small food shop. The general store looks like they sell multiple things, though, like clothing and weapons. There's no, like, uh... A gun store. Like, oddity shop? There's no oddity shop in the square, no. <clears throat> Alright, well, we're in New Orleans, so, obviously, 
Or no, we're not in New York. We're in New York. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not, buddy. You're <laughs> a long way from home, sir. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Um, so I am. I'm gonna go into the uh, general store. Nice. Okay. So I'm gonna start with you because you picked what you were doing first. So uh, you and Flora head towards the saloon. It looks exactly as you remember it before. Uh, it's a standard looking saloon, two story building. On the top, you can see there's like a little balcony uh, right near where the saloon sign is. And there's a couple women that are standing up there. They're like, hi, hi. Not, you don't really recognize those specific girls, but they look friendly just as you would remember when you were there before. Uh, you guys walk in, the doors are standard saloon style doors where you push through. Um, up top, there's a balcony all around the entire floor. There's various people all up there, men and women. Some saloon girls are looking down and they're kind of just fanning themselves, looking pretty. Uh, on the bottom floor, there's lots of tables and chairs. The place is packed. Um, it has a pretty good crowd. They have baths in the back for 50 cents. They have some rooms upstairs that are rented for every 10 minutes. And then they also have a big ass bar. Finally a bath, I say to myself when I look for the owner. Only 10 minutes. For the other <laughs> women. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matthew hasn't connected the dots yet. Oh, I was, yes. I, 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 I zoned out for a second. <laughs> That's okay. 10 minute baths or 10 minute? 10 minute rooms. Rooms that are for rent for only 10 minutes. Done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. So well, just look enough for the time owner. to undress. The person I know is to be the owner from being there before. Okay, so he's actually standing next to the bar. He's not running the bar, but he's standing next to it, just kind of observing. Um, as you walk up, he notices you, and he's like, Miss Scarlet, if my eyes do deceive me, is that you? It is. I'm in just for the night, and I've got somebody I want you to meet. Really now, and as you say that, he sees Flora standing kind of behind you a little sheepishly, but, you know, she's standing there, and he looks her up and down, and he's like, well, hello there. You know, this poor girl, she lost everything she had in the fire. She was being a saloon girl on Deadwood, and, you know, I think that she just needs a fresh start, and I've got the best idea for you ever. I'm just thinking... You know, you give her a room, just like you did when I was here, and let her be a saloon girl, and I'll stay here tonight with her, in her room, and I'll make sure she learns the ropes tonight. I'll teach her myself. You know how good I was. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, I, I am looking for new girls. I, as you see, business is booming, and you can never have too many of a good thing. Am I right, Miss Scarlett? You know it. Now, you better let me freshen up with a free bath, right? You see how dusty we are. You need me to be in my top condition. You know I'll bring in the drinks. <laughs> He's like, you always knew how to get one on me, Miss Scarlet. Go ahead. Both y'all get a free bath. Thank Any you. Any motions and gestures for you to go back to the area where the bath is. Um, We're gonna, I'm going to go take a bath. Right. The bathhouse is actually manned by saloon <laughs> girls as well. So you have the option to have someone actually wash you. Um, that's up to you. That's a dollar if you want someone to wash you. Oh, if no, I'll not. just wash myself. Okay. Then you just get the regular bath. So you guys are taking your baths. You're walking up to the church. Now, the church, it's a cool-looking church, kind of like the one in Puerto Vallarta. It's got a big steeple. It's white. There's stained glass 
all through the, the windows and everything. Light shining down onto the pews. Um, the church is relatively empty today because um, it's like a Thursday. Uh, there is a priest that is kind of quietly praying up towards the top. Um, he has a bunch of lit candles right there and he's kind of kneeling in front of them going like this and talking to himself. It's a Catholic church. Oh, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and, and walk up to the front of the of the church and and kind of you know ex kind of introduce myself. I'm gonna be like, uh, uh, sir, my name is uh, Priest Constantine, and I just wanted to let you know that I will be in the area for just the next day or so until I leave. I'm from another city. I'm a priest. I just uh, wanted to let you know I'm, I'll be staying in the area. I hope that doesn't... I hope you don't mind. Uh, he looks at you and he's like, of course not, dear brother. Anything you need, you let us know. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I, I kind of like turn her away and I, I, I want to head out to the courtyard and I, I want to sit on... Like, I'm assuming they have, like, old stony benches and stuff like that. Like, old granite benches and stuff. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sit down at the bench. And I want to contemplate, um, the soldier that I recognized on the train. Mm -hmm. How do I recognize him? How, just from my past? Yeah. Okay. Effort. I gotta ask you a question. Um, so, as you think back, um, you remember him. You used to work together. Okay. So, but I didn't recognize any of the other soldiers on the train? No, they were far too young. Um, that particular one that you recognized, he's actually in his 30s. Okay. So, um, I'm just going to contemplate over that and think over that. Um, I'm assuming he, that soldier is still going to be there when I go on that train tomorrow. Okay. He's the boss. Okay. He's the one that watches over the, the young grunts to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do to protect the train. Okay. So then, all right. So then for the time being, I'm just, for until the, until the following day, I'm just going to, you know, contemplate on that, think about that. I'm going to pray and, and just kind of hang out on the in the courtyard and on the church grounds. You're like right next to the church? Yeah, yeah, like right okay. next to the church. So that means you're actually right next to City Hall. Um, at City Hall, there's actually quite a lot of activity going on. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of well-to-do men dressed up in suits and they have the briefcases and whatnot. And it looks like they're waiting for something. Um, you kind of listen in. It sounds like they're doing some sort of meeting. You don't really know what the meeting is about, uh, but you go ahead and while you're sitting there, you start to read the paper you bought. I can I can I get up and just be like and kind of like walk my way closer and get a little bit closer. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna get up and kind of like like walk like dealy dial on my way over to them and and then try to overhear them on the conversation. Okay. So as you walk up, one of the Dudes that's in a, in a suit with a briefcase kind of standing towards the top. He looks like he's kind of in charge of what's happening. 
He's like, these fucking motherfuckers, they need to show up soon. They talk about peace, but they keep on fucking, like, slaughtering people. You've heard about the bodies that are left out in those fields? We know it's them. Peace, my ass. That's kind of what you hear. And then I kind of walk away, back away, you know, and I kind of think to myself, they must be talking about, you know, maybe peace with the Sioux Nation. I I, I think I remember reading something in the Gazette earlier, uh, something, uh, I know, uh, maybe not, I don't, and then I kind of continue walking away. Oh, I thought you were going to read the paper. No. Alright, so, um, you're kind of walking through the square then, kind of staying in the area of the church and the, yeah. the city hall. Now you, you walked over into the general store? Okay. So when you walk into the, gener- the general store, this place is pretty fancy compared to most of the general stores you've seen in your travels. It kind of compares to ones that you would have seen back home in New Orleans. Uh, the bottom floor, um, it's general like this and that type things. So like on the right hand side, you can see that's like the armor stuff, any type of uh, weapons and whatnot. To the left, it's a like a boutique style clothing store, almost. Um, they have lots of women's clothes. There's garters, hair feathers, clips, jewelry, lots of nice things. Upstairs is the men's clothes. So if you wanted to buy like a tuxedo or something fancier, you can get that up there. And then they also have like random knickknacks and souvenirs for Fargo up there. I'm gonna go upstairs to the souvenir area. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look to see if uh, I can find someone to talk to. Okay. So as you walk upstairs, um, you actually walk up and you see a gentleman manning a counter right there. He's an older guy. Um, he's looks to be like in his 40s, maybe 50s. Um, he has a handlebar gray mustache, a monocle, a top hat, Ooh. and he's wearing a tuxedo. Hello, Mr. Mr. Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. yeah. Even though Mr. Monopoly much, doesn't have a monocle yet. Uh, <laughs> he looks like the Monopoly guy, but his mustache is, like, really exaggerated. So it's like a mustache to be proud of? Uh, yeah. Like, he styled that thing. Does he look like he owns this shop? Um, actually, that's their dress code. The owner is a woman. Okay. Um... I'm going to him. How you doing today? Oh, good, sir. Doing well here. What brings you to Fargo? What can I assist you with at Fargo General? Well, I'm looking to see if you got anything interesting, anything special, anything not for common folk. I have cummerbunds. I have top hats. I have tuxedos. I don't think you understand. I'm looking for things that wouldn't normally be on a shelf and I'm gonna try and persuade him to see if I can get anything like if I can get anything that he's like holding back or anything special that's like you know almost black market-ish okay I got a four so he looks at you and he's like we have what's on the shelves we have cummerbunds we have top hats we have tuxedos <laughs> Is the proprietor here right now? Uh, she should be back in any minute. She usually stays downstairs. She runs the, the women's side of the shop. Fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and go talk to her, my friend. Thank you so much for your time. Do come back if you need a tuxedo. Or a top hat or a cummerbund. <laughs> I got ruffles, too. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> we're going downstairs to look for the owner. You say thank you, Lord. Is that what I thought I heard uh, you whisper? My Lord. I can oh. say Lord. It's not specific to yours. Quit being greedy with the word. <laughs> you ain't oh, Trump with the word fire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So uh, you head back downstairs. And as you head downstairs, uh, you see a woman kind of in the back corner. Kind of, It looks like she's ruffling through some boxes or whatnot. She's wearing like a bright pink dress. She seems to be like a bigger lady, but you can't really tell because she's kind of bent over. Okay, I'm going to go up to her. Excuse me, madam. Do you have a moment? And she goes, oh, oh, and she turns around and she looks at you and she's like, well, yes, what can I help you with, dear? Well, I'm hoping to see if you have things here that are uncommon. I'm going to go ahead and try and persuade her as well. Okay. I got a four again. <laughs> All right. So. Oh. I'm looking for. Cool. She ends up giving you. Well, this is what we offer, and hands you a menu, that is several pages long. <sighs> Do you have anything that's off the menu? Like <laughs> what do you mean, off the menu? Like. He's gonna get himself home. <laughs> like things for very special clientele. Something like this, perhaps, and I'm gonna pull out that gem. That crystal. Oh. Yeah, this one. Something like this. And she looks at it and she's like, oh. Wait, you have that gem? I thought I you have, have, I have, I have one, one and he has one. Oh, you both have one. They both have found one. Anything like this, perhaps? Actually, and. She kind of looks around, notices no one's in the shop. She's like, I do have some jewelry. Something like that? Yeah, with, with that stone. It's called Ghost Rock. And she actually bends down, and she pulls out a little tray. And it's not very big. It's like that, if. And it's got a little ring. All of it is female jewelry, by the way. But there's a ring. There's like a brooch, and the brooch the part that's ghost rock is the face. It's like a silhouette of mm -hmm. a woman. Um, so that's made of ghost rock. The ring, the stone that's mounted is ghost rock. And then there's like an amulet. And the amulet, it's very feminine. It looks like it's a circle. There's a flower. And then the part that's the flower petals is what has been made of ghost rock. Do you know of any unique properties that this ghost rock might have? Well, They've just recently found it um, after those earthquakes in California. Did you hear about that? No, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and enlighten me on it? Oh, well, not too long ago, uh, there were some earthquakes, and it kind of caused part of California to fall into the ocean, and they found some mines in there that have this rock. Uh, some people said that it can power machines, but all I know is it makes pretty jewelry. How much for this box right here? Oh... I don't know if you can afford all this. Well, how much is it per piece? Seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred per piece? Yes. How much is it just for the damn rock that's in the pieces? <laughs> Six. Just what? Six. Dollars? Hundred. Pennies? <laughs> for just the rocks. These rocks are not common out here so so you saying my rock is worth like 600 so she looks at your rock 
His is unprocessed, right? Yeah, his is unprocessed. It's not like shined up or anything. Mm -hmm. It's a nice flat mm -hmm. glowing rock like that, mm -hmm. which actually does glow if you like mm -hmm. that. But. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Matthew. <laughs> picked it up. I don't know. First Mine's been in the dark. Yeah, they absorb sunlight. I try to charge them. Oh, oh my god, Matthew. She looks at you. It's the little things, man. And she's like, depending on who you take that to out here, your price can vary. I would buy it off you for probably about four. A hundred? Yeah. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Someone's about to get mugged. Um. Does he know that you have yours? He knows that I have one somewhere. He doesn't know that I have it on. Oh, yeah, because you're And told remember mine's hidden in the Bible. Yeah. Alright, um. <clears throat> but this stone out here is very rare. Now, I don't know what it's like over in California or Deseret or any of that, but I know out here you can't find this. Alright, this seems to be unique. If I happen to find anybody that wants something like this, uh, what was your name? Uh, my name is Plumeria. Well, Miss Plumeria, I will make sure that anybody who wants this will come to your fine establishment. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, could I interest you in any of my goods? And she points to her menu. Which, again, is four pages long. She it's has like basically the common gear list. She has everything you can think of. And weaponry. <clears throat> her store is very, very uh, big. Do you have a pair of binoculars? Is that on there? I don't know. You said uh, everything. Not that I see. I see a camera. So I don't, like it's I don't remember one. seeing a binoculars when we were shopping. No, before. but I saw it the military guys had no. it. So. Oh, I can make it. That's fine. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she has binoculars. They're two dollars. Okay. Yeah, then I'm gonna go ahead and buy a pair of binoculars. All right, there you go, sir. Uh, Two dollars. Bless you, Godzilla. Thank you. Poor guys, they poor weeds. No. Allergies been acted up. Yeah, that fucking mulberry pollen right now is. Yeah. Oh my and god. And the olive trees are blooming. Yeah, it's been bad this year. No, it was bad yesterday. I pulled, you know, three big trash bags worth, and it was just. I feel like every time that I go to your house, you've been pulling weeds. Well, they're just sprouting up like no one's business. They just yeah. keep coming. It's just. Well, I mowed the lawn a couple of days ago, which took care of a lot of the weeds. I'm just waiting for the sprouts so I can get them. Make a deal. You stop smoking, we'll use that money to hire landscapers. You never have to pull another weed ever again. Hey, honey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> or he could continue pulling the weeds and put that money into something else. You ain't a better idea. You're yeah. in a part of this. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> <coughs> all right. This motherfucker. <laughs> now, uh, Put it there... towards paying him to come clean the fish. Is that what you were thinking? Oh, Good point. Good that. point. Shut the... <clears throat> all right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and buy those. <laughs> and uh... You know what? I'm going to Nothing else. Okay, so 
She takes two dollars from you, which you marked on your sheet. Right? I did. Okay. And now you have binoculars. I which... marked it. Okay. Alright, cool. So, uh, do you look around or? Yeah, I'm gonna continue to see if I can find any special like knickknacks, anything interesting. Um, actually, no, I'm gonna go buy a knickknack for Fargo. Okay. Because so far I've been buying one for each place we've gone to, so you know. Okay. So upstairs, the guy has the Fargo random this and that. Yeah. Uh, he has like a train spike with a little metal train like welded onto it that says Fargo. That's kind of edgy. Cool. How much is that? Two dollars. I'll buy it. Okay. I'm buying little knickknacks. Can't be a weird guy. Come on. All right. Uh-huh. And it's made with an actual railroad spike from. Wow, that's Fargo a big ass knickknack. Good thing I don't have to worry about weight. It's like this. Oh. Yeah, yeah train spikes are normally much, but that's what I'm thinking, like, fucking train spike. Uh, not the ones that, like, anchor it. Like, the ones that just put the planks in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so far I've just been collecting them. Why? You never know what you might need. I'm yeah. an odd guy, whatever. Yeah. Alright. Alright. That's all I'm gonna do. So, alright, so you're gonna exit the store. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you're in the courtyard. You exited. You're kind of in the courtyard. Do you go and sit down somewhere? Yeah, I'm going to sit down in the courtyard and watch around people, see if I can find anybody shady that's walking around. Okay. Um, so, do a notice roll. I thought you had a two on notice. Four. Um, I've got a one on notice, which gives me a four. Oh, I thought you had so a two. four, eight... 12, 14. All right. I noticed everything. So, yeah, you see a lot <laughs> going on. Uh, you notice the father kind of walking around reading his Edward Gazette paper. Um, he's off kind of in front of the church, kind of near City Hall. Uh, you see everyone in front of City Hall. You can tell that there's quite a few people there well-to-do. Um, you know that there's, like, some sort of meeting that's about to take place based on what you're seeing. Uh, you also off to the side kind of away from the father you see three Sioux natives the ones that actually came to the train when you guys were on it on your first session you see them approaching and walking towards city hall i'm gonna go ahead and follow up on them okay so you're gonna walk over there yeah i'm gonna start walking over there and i'm as i pass him i'm gonna go padre heads up and i'm gonna kind of nod towards the Sioux guys. Okay, so you guys are now together. I'm going to pause for you guys real quick. Um, I'm assuming that by now you're probably really pruny in your bath. So. Yeah. I, <laughs> I had introduced Flora to some of the other girls. I read the paper while we took our bath and now we're getting out. I'd like to say to her, now we got to get you prettied up. Let's to get you out of the store and get you some good stuff to be set for tonight. Okay. Alright, so um, you're going to the general store? Mm-hmm. Alright. So you and Flora, you put back on the clothes that you were wearing, um, and you guys head out to the Actually, can store. I change into a different set from my bags? Yeah, because you have multiple outfits, Yeah, right? she just has hers, but I'm going to get her something clean. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you change, and you have Flora with you, and you guys are headed out of the saloon dance hall. The general store is actually right next door. So Perfect. you guys just have to... So we walk in there, Miss Blue Mary, how are you today? Oh, Miss Scarlet, it 
has been ages. How are you, dear? Oh, the things I have seen and been through, you would not believe, darling. But I've got good news for you. What? What's I've wrong? got. We got a pretty new saloon gal here. I've been showing her around town, and we are here to get her something new and pretty for tonight. Oh, okay. Well, definitely come over here, and she uh, kind of gestures over towards the women's area where all the dresses and pretty things are. Um, there's a lot of nice new dresses that it looks like she just got in. Um, they're light blue, pink, light green, kind of pastel color. Oh, these are beautiful. I think I'll get myself one, too. Oh. So, Flora, you pick yourself out a nice dress. Oh, you know that blue one would look good with your coloring. I think I'm going to go for this for this uh, pink one right here. Okay. So all those dresses are $3 a piece. Um, they're hand-tailored, too. So they don't nice. have the cleanest cuts, but considering all the frill and stuff that's put on there, they look really nice. You know what else, Miss Plumeria? So I need to get myself a thing for my rifle to hold it in and a thing for my shotgun to be held in. Because I picked up a couple new weapons along the way. Can you believe that? Oh. Me. I know, but it's crazy out west. I'm telling you, a girl needs to be able to protect herself. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, we got a couple different styles for you. And so she walks over to her drawer and kind of pulls it out. And she has a couple different things for, like, holding weapons for women. So uh, they're garter-style type things um, that you can put right here. She also has ones for the ankles. And then she has a strap that fits under your dress but has a piece that hangs out up top so that you can mount, like, a shotgun onto it. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. I already have the garter, but I'll take the one for the back. How much is that one, ma'am? Uh, that one is $5. Okay, I will take that. And I'm going to take a rifle thing for my horse, so that's another three I know. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, let me have that dress, so that's 11. Do you have any pretty th anything pretty I might be interested in? You know, I like to wear the nice jewelry and stuff to make the guys catch my, so I catch their eye. Well, I do have this costume jewelry right here, and she kind of gestures at costume jewelry, and she has a bunch of barrettes and, like, hair clips and feathers and stuff. Um, a lot of them are pretty ordinary looking. One does kind of catch your eye because it's, it's like a the same color as your dress um, but it looks like a pearlescent type material and then it has some feathers as well as jewels and oh that's and gorgeous can i see that one yeah so she pulls it out and shows it to you and um like you grab it and whatever and you're inspecting it um when you grab it for some reason uh it makes you feel like if if you were to wear it you would probably be a little bit more confident you know, I'm going to take this one. How much is this? That is not what she needs. It's more confidence. <laughs> so she looks at you and she's like, Oh, dear, you know what? That would look so beautiful on you. you you've been so good to me through the years. You can, you can just have that. And she actually gives it to you for free. Um, when you wear it, what is your charisma based off of? Like what skill uh, trait? I have four because I have extra for my very attractive. So it's going to add an additional two points onto that. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> if you lose it, you lose those points. Okay. So if you're robbed and someone takes it from you. Yeah. I'm going to say, you mind if I change into this so I look all pretty if I take one of the dressing rooms and change oh, into it? Oh, absolutely, Darren. She gestures towards the back. She has one dressing room, so you guys are going to have to take turns, but it's over in the back kind and of. And Flora, you make sure you set up Flora with a bottle of that good stuff you carry, too, that I have. She has the money. She has enough for the dress and everything. I gave her a little bit of something to get her started. So, you know, she needs the good stuff to make a good career. <laughs> All right. So she goes ahead and she takes Flora and she gestures her and she grabs her while you're getting changed. And I get and changed and put my new hairpin in. And she needs the rest of the 
Alright, so, well, I'll wait. She's going potty. Okay. So she's taking everything you're saying and she, like, acknowledges everything. She's really listening to you, trying to get, like, a good grasp on what she needs to do out here. Because she knows, as you've told her, that you succeeded out here. So she really wants to be, like, the next you. And I'm going to tell her it's okay to, to talk to Cletus, but not to do anything else till there's a ring on her finger. Miss <laughs> Scarlet. Yes, Miss Scarlet. Um, I need you to put these back in the bag. Because I'm going to use three of my points, three of my... Uh, Hexen points to do uh, all in to get three more chips. You spend three chips to get I'm gonna three chips? I'm going to spend three points to get three chips. I already used these. Oh. I want them in the bag so I'm going to use three of my points for all in and get three more. Wow. Yeah. What are you planning on doing in the next? I just want to have them. Hour. <laughs> I just want to have them. I don't know. That's the thing. That's why because I only got two plus my legendary and I don't want to burn my legendary. Makes sense. Damn, these just do not shuffle. Yeah. Oh, I just hand shuffle them. Back in the One of each. One of each. Okay. So, um, do you guys exit the, uh, the shop? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to exit the shop, and what time of day is it? So right now, it's about to be, like, noonish. It's, like, just before. So we're probably just going to take for a little stroll in the center okay. of town, because, you know, it's not time to really be partying it up yet. Okay. So as you walk out, uh, you notice, because um, you're actually really observant, so you notice, like, right outside the city hall, that crowd has gotten really big now. Uh, you see these two kind of standing off to the side of that group because they're pretty noticeable dudes. They stick out like a sore thumb in this town. No offense. And then, <laughs> and then you see that they're both looking away from the crowd behind them. So you slowly look over and you start to see those three Sioux Nationals also mm -hmm. walking up. So I'm going to say, Flora, <clears throat> I want you to go over to the snow. And I want you to start to get to know the girls, because they're going to be your best friends, okay? And mm -hmm. I'll be able to check on you around dinner time when we start to start to entertain. Okay. Okay, Miss Scarlett. I'll see you later. Thank you so much. Thank you. And she walks away. So, are you going to... And I'm going to walk up to walk up to these two. All right. So, you join them. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing over here? I'm keeping an eye on this group that's happened over here. These men seem mighty wealthy, and you got those three Sioux Nationals over there walking up. And uh, so far, our reputation with them, these are the same people we came across before. Those are the exact same ones that were there when yeah. Von Fleet got killed. Yeah, these, we saw them already. They, we've already had a tangle with these three, so I think, uh, I think they have to know good. So I want to keep my eyes on them to see what's happening. I'm surprised to see you two together. What are you doing here, Father? Well, I, I just happened to be in the area. The, the church is right over there. I, you know, he happened to see me and called me over, and we've kind of just been in the area since. You guys haven't even gotten yourself cleaned up yet. You really could use a bath. I unfortunately have had other things on my mind, Ty. You're right, I, I probably should have. Well, let's see what happens, I guess. All right. So uh, the Sioux Nationals are walking up 
they don't notice you guys. They're walking straight towards the uh, city hall. They're walking towards that group of men. Do they uh, have weapons in hand? Uh... No, they are actually, they're not dressed up like how they were when they approached you guys on the train. They are dressed up in common clothes, like suits and ties. Um, they're walking up like they're attending like a meeting. So yeah, I think they'd be more careful in the middle of town. And... As you look at them, you're kind of gathering, because you two read the paper, right? Yeah. Did I did you too. read the paper? Yeah. Okay. So you all, based on what you read in the paper, are like, oh, these are the guys that are doing the peace talks with the mining company. So the peace talks are public. If you want to go and watch them, you can. Um, but they're not really open for people to discuss. You'd be like a spectator. But they are about to walk in and do a meeting. Um, also, in about an hour, they are going to be hanging people in the theater. Is there anybody in that crowd of wealthy men that I recognize <clears throat> from entertaining them before? Do a roll for me. Uh, notice? Uh, or investigation? Do it or... as a notice, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's the same roll, but... Yeah. Oop, two sixes. Woo! Oh, damn. And they are two ones, so seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do recognize one of them, actually. You didn't spend a lot of time with him, but you did talk to him a couple times before you left town. Well, I'm feeling really pretty. So, uh, what's his name? Um, his name... Can I make up the name for this guy? That's the second character Mr. you have not named. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Van I told yeah. you, Ooh, David asked okay. this. <laughs> My bad. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be right back and I'm gonna walk up. Mr. Van Buren, you're looking mighty nice today. He looks at you for a second, He's looks a little puzzled. You remember me, Miss Scarlet, I'm just passing through town on a, in for just the night. And then he's like, oh, yes, Miss Scarlet, pleasure to see you. How have you been? Oh, good, I'm just passing through, doing a little bit of traveling right now. I'm just wondering what's going on here. I, I read about those peace talks. You involved with those? Oh, yeah. They actually hired me on. Um, he's a lawyer. So he's actually the one representing the mining company. Mm. He's like, yeah, we're uh, representing these fellows right here against these redskins. So we're going to be going in there and hopefully preventing them from getting what they want. Oh, my goodness. Well, if anybody could do it, you can. Although I did hear they did some... Crazy things on Island Deadwood. You've got to be careful. Don't get yourself in trouble here now, you hear. What'd you hear? Oh, I heard that they actually were, like, slaving people out there. Are you talking about the mining company? Mm-hmm. Oh, they told me that, but that was all legal. Really? Yeah, they bought them fair and square. Oh, my. Well, you know, I don't know anything about that kind of thing. I, I keep myself on a lot of business. Is there anything I need to be worried about? Um, not with these guys. I'd be worried about those fellas right there. They look pretty pissed. And he gestures over at the three Sioux Nationals that just kind of walked up into the group. Oh, we met those three, too. Oh. My goodness. Yeah, they weren't very happy at the time. Oh, yeah. Well, they definitely aren't happy with how this is going, but hey. That's the price you pay? They were trying to kill Wesley Von Fleet, you know. Wesley Von Fleet? Yeah, he was on the train that I was on. Can you believe it? What train? It was a train headed out towards uh, that Deadwood place. Are you talking about that train that went missing? 
Yeah, we, I was on it. They said, I know I saw in the paper, they thought everybody died, but it, no, a couple of us survived. Oh, well, fuck. That's good. I'm I glad know. that you survived. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you going to be by the saloon later tonight? Uh, why, are you, why are you nodding no? Because I see this shit going sideways because he just keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> we were on there. We watched him die. They thought we died, but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably thinking, oh, you didn't, but you go. She's at, like, not. maximum charisma, so is <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah, he's just going, yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, very, or he's fucking up breaking lawyer-client confidentiality and telling her No, these motherfuckers are slaves, but you didn't hear that from me. Yeah. He's like, well, fuck. Did he die? Oh, he did. He did. Oh. But you know what? It was, it was, back. it was, it was the strangest thing. He came back to life. If you can believe it, I know it sounds like I'm crazy, but I swear I have witnesses. Those two men over there, they were with me. He came back to life. It was the craziest thing I ever saw. Oh my God, we were all scared. Those Indians were scared too. You tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Did I notice that she, that she like pointed at us? You know us, Chuck? I was going to say at this point in time, I had already walked away, so I wasn't even there anymore. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They talked for like an hour. I got, yeah, 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 I didn't notice. I got 15. Oh, yeah, you definitely saw As soon as she points, I go, whoop. Oh. <laughs> start playing with my cards. All right. So, uh, like, I'm not paying attention. When you tell him that, he kind of <laughs> looks off put by that. The fact that you said that he reanimated and came back to life. Um, there's a lot of rumors of madness spreading throughout the nation, so he thinks you're a little bit crazy, and he kind of steps back from you, and he's like, well, it was good catching up with you, Miss Scott. i got to go into this meeting now. Uh, I'm going to see if I notice his reaction in terms of understanding that he's uncomfortable. Five. You pick up on it. So I'm going to say to him, you know what? Now, I had been drinking a little bit that night, so... It was probably, probably just, you know, me not picking up on what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> okay. that's what I get for, for trying to calm my nerves with travel, and I was so worried about train robbers. Oh, yeah. Been a lot of robbing lately. Well, uh, I want to get into my meeting now. If you want to watch, you can watch from the, uh, from the benches, but it's going to be You going to come visit me tonight by the saloon? Come on. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. All right. I'll, usually go I'll there. see you there. All right, we'll celebrate the victory. I like it. All right, and so actually everybody starts heading in. Yeah, you guys look at the Sioux Nationals, and from where they're standing, they saw you, so they started surveying the area, and they actually pinpointed all three of you. So um, they look at you, and they look like they're visibly shaken. Like, they don't look brave. They look scared. And they kind of sheepishly walk into the city hall building, and the doors close behind them. So I'm gonna um, walk back to these two, and I'm gonna say, you know, guys, I was, I was talking to him. I think we should not talk too much about what happened with that Wesley guy. Seemed like, seemed like it threw him off when I mentioned that. Why are you even bringing that up? I was just chatting with him. He's an old friend. <laughs> so you bring up the fact that people are coming back from the dead and trying to bite people. Yeah, that's a good I'm idea. I'm just saying. Yeah, let's uh, let's think about that for next time. Most people aren't 
used to, you know, people coming back from the life well, or neither am I, but I want to see you well, do anything about when it. When we both agree together, that's when you know that you probably shouldn't. Well, I just wanted to see if he knew anything about it. He's an important man in the city. In if the he city. would know something, he and Mona would know something, he didn't know something. Hmm. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm going to walk in because you said it was a public event that I could watch, right? Yeah, you can go in and watch uh, it. It's in the City Hall building? So it's in the City Hall building. When you walk into City Hall, in the front is like a courthouse set up where there's a bunch of benches and then there's like a judge stand, the witness stand, and then two like counsel. Do I recognize the front of this building for my dream? No. Okay. Before you run off, I'm going to be like, I'm going to stay here. I'll, uh, I'll guard the exits. I'm, I'm going to find myself something to eat. I want to go to those hangings. I've never been to a hanging before. What? I need some lunch first. What are you going to guard? You don't seem to be real good at guarding unless someone tries to hurt you. So what are you going to do? Uh, I'm pretty handy. Do I know that he was under the bench in the train car? You weren't there. No. Okay, that's why I was asking, do I know? Because <laughs> you were in the back? Yeah. I don't know, Father. I don't think you're too good, but you know what? How about yeah, you probably should stay out here. You don't seem to be real good in the moment. I'll, I'll defend the exits. I'll see you when you get out. Defend. Oh, right. So I'm going to walk on it. You two just stop. Okay, so you're going in to watch the hearing. What are you doing? I'm just going to say outside out. Defend. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to a restaurant? I'm going to go find myself something to eat and then attend a hanging. Okay, uh, so attend the hanging. <laughs> yeah, the hanging. I love to watch that hang as far. Uh, I've never seen a hanging before. I want to see it. So no, the you hanging, here, you probably uh, see the hanging. The hanging is I've going to be taking working. place in about thirty minutes, game time. Um, it's going to be the Von Fleet hanging. The mayor has been postponing it because the gallows that they normally use are completely coated in snow. They want to be able to do a public hanging because of the atrocities. They want to be able to photograph and whatnot. So they decided to move it inside to a, a different building. So it's going to actually be an indoor event. It is a spectator event that can hold about 200 people. So you're going to hang in the courtyard. You're in the thing. So we'll do yours first. So um, you know two places to get food, the saloon. The other place is uh, it's on the corner at the end of the square um, of like the common area. Uh, it's like a small little like diner style restaurant. They serve classic American fare, so like biscuits and gravy, stew. Um, they serve like little sandwiches, and then. I'm gonna go to that place because I expect to get my <coughs> dinner at the saloon. Okay. So. All right. So you walk into the little diner. It's very small. Um, it has two tables inside and a three seat counter. There's no one in there other than the person that works the counter. And do I know that? Um, you do from your time there. Um, so it's somebody who was there before then? Yeah. The guy. Man or woman? Uh, it's a guy. His name is Marcus. Well, hello, Marcus. He's like, oh, Miss Scarlet, I didn't think I'd see you again once you bought that train ticket. Oh, I didn't think you would either, but I'm in just for the night. Thought I'd come back and stop by and say hi to you. You know, you always were one of my favorites. Oh, stop. Yeah, I missed you. you. <laughs> I missed you, too. <laughs> you gonna let me have some of that yummy stew you make? Oh, of course, Miss Scarlet. Anything for you. And uh, he goes ahead and starts prepping you a bowl. And maybe a biscuit, too. You know, I love your homemade biscuits. 
So he, uh, he's like, of course. And he grabs a, a big biscuit. It's like this big. And he slaps it onto a plate and presents food to you. And he's like, would you like the usual spirits or would you like a different drink? You know what? I've been just dying for some lemonade. Oh, I got vanilla bean lemonade. I just made it. Hold on. And he mm. goes ahead and pours you a glass. Oh, you are streaming something special here. It's surprisingly refreshing because of the vanilla bean. So I'm going to chat with him as I eat. See if he knows anything. Does he know anything special as we chat? What's so, been going on? What's been going on around here, Marcus? Catch me up. So he, as he uh, is, because he's like cooking stuff in between. Not for really anybody that's coming in, but, you know, just stirring the stew and whatnot. Stuff, yeah. Prepping, cleaning. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, nothing much has been happening. Uh, the mayor, he's been postponing those Von Fleet hangings. Those are happening in about a half hour now. I'm actually about to close shop, so I'll go watch that thing. Oh, I want to see that, too. I've never seen a hanging before. Me we'll neither. Have to go together. They're hanging like six dudes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I've never seen shit like that. Usually, we do, like, one guy. I don't go out there for all that. But six dudes? That's got to be crazy. You and know what? We met one of those Von Fleets, too. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. don't say. Which one? The one from the bounty? The Wesley, yep. Yep. Oh, Got yeah. himself killed. Oh, what? What'd he do? Oh, I don't even know. I didn't even see all of it. But you know, it's just crazy. I need to see what happens. Well, shit. You watch his dad and all his brothers get hung today. Well, let's go finish up eating and get on over there. Alright. Other than that, like, the mayor's been a little funny. I think that he's maybe trying to help these guys by postponing this so much, but uh, it seems like it's going down today. We'll see. And so he goes ahead and he kind of starts closing up shop and getting ready to, to head out. Um, are you done with everything? Mm -hmm. All right, he grabs your dishes, he washes them. He's like, all right, well, do you want to accompany me to the hanging? Oh, of course. I'd love to be on the arm of somebody so nice. All right, so Marcus yes. takes you by the arm. Uh, he leads you outside. He quickly locks up his store, and then you guys start headed towards the theater. I like how you never ate. You no, guys ate. just left. No, I ate. She chatted. Okay. He washed my dishes then. Yeah, pretty um, much she learned about the hanging being postponed repeatedly. So. So before the hanging and all that shit, we go back to you. Now you're inside the peace talk meetings. What? No, but there you go. Back to you. My bad. So you're in the peace talk meetings. Um, no one's allowed to speak from the public. You're pretty much just a spectator. Um, the gist of the peace talks is the Von Fleet Mining Company and their representatives uh -huh. are trying to shout down the Sioux Nationals. Yeah. It's back and forth arguments pretty much about the enslavement. Uh, based on what the Von Fleets have told their lawyers, the acquirement of the 22 Sioux Nationals that perished in that fire was a legal sale, and they claim to have a bill. But the Sioux Nationals are arguing that that's a forgery, that they would never sell their people, and that they were wrongfully enslaved during a roundup. Okay. What are you doing with those cards? I was about to say it. I'm about to pull a card. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, that's a 12, so acts, accepts a devastating loss or a supernatural death. Mm. So, just for the spread of who's up there, there is a judge in the center overseeing the case. There is that lawyer friend of hers with his counsel, as well as one member of the Von Fleet Mining Company that is up for being hung in about an hour 
or half hour. Is he going to be hung as well? Yeah, he will be hung, but he's there to kind of stand witness to try to stop the hanging, essentially. And then the Sioux Nationals, there's the three of them, and that's it. All right, so for my thought process is my character, they're all going to hell. Okay. All there's, because, I mean. The Von Fleet Street? The entire Von Fleet family, everything. Okay. Because of what they did? Mm-hmm, because of what they did. So I'm going to go ahead and take the supernatural death and on the Von Fleet, Fleet guy. Yeah. Okay. So in the middle of the arguing, they're going back and forth. One of the Sioux Nationals suddenly goes, oh, my God. And he points at the Von Fleet family member who has risen from his chair. He's kind of in, like, a hyperextended uh, stance on his toes. And as he comes into that point on his toes, you see, like a zipper, he's ripped in half. And his sides fall to the ground. Oh, my gosh. There's blood everywhere. People are screaming. People are actually running out of the courthouse because of what happened. Um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm alright. Just all like, holy shit. This is like watching Hellraiser, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm outside of the courthouse. I'm going to see everybody rushing out. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> alright, so you did that. Did you run? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you run out. It's probably bad if I slowly <laughs> stroll out. Yeah, Matthew walks out like a badass. <laughs> pretty much everybody that was in the stands, including the lawyers, the Sioux Nationals, and even the judge who leaped over his bench Whoa. began to run out of All the right. building. So I'm going to follow the judge out. And when I get there, I'm going to go to the judge and be like, man, if that ain't a sign that they're bad, I don't know what is. And the judge, looking at you terrified, goes, if I've never seen a sign from God, I would say that that is one. Well, I mean, I would And he runs <laughs> off. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that to God. So he, I don't think God would do that. He, he immediately <laughs> beelines it for the church and son walks of, into the church door. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Always leads back to this ass <laughs> So you, being outside, see all the commotion. And you see the last person to run out of the building is him. Why is it me? Because you followed the judge. Yeah, the That's judge true. was the furthest in. True. What, what did you do now? I didn't do nothing. Oh, oh my God, everybody's screaming. Yeah, some guy like got on his tiptoes and got ripped in half. I was making sure everyone got out safe. The judge was the last one out. I want to make sure he got saved because that's some pretty scary stuff. Again. I ask, what did you do? I want to persuade him. I didn't do nothing. Is that... You would have to do, like, notice against me and notice that I'm doing it. Well, I've seen him do magic in the past. That's true. So, is it, like, his hexing versus my faith? No, it'd be me trying to persuade you that I didn't do that. (laughs) I'm not casting anything on you. I'm not hexing anything. So, right as everyone is running out... Of the building is yeah, when he shit. leads you out of the restaurant and starts locking up the doors. 
So you guys are arm in arm walking up as all the people start rushing out of the building. They don't keep running though. They all kind of congregate because they do want to look like they're looking forward to the hanging that's happening. I believe in my faith. I want to see and notice these two arguments. You can't bring everything back to faith. (laughs) All right, so do a notice check. I'm trying to persuade him that I do. I don't that. know the shit. I'm too involved with Marcus. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna do a little. Well, with all the the people kind of like freaking yep. out. So then what? I'm gonna do a reroll on that. I'm trying to just persuade you. I think it's you trying to notice that I'm trying to persuade Five. you. How honest I'm. Being. Okay. So you do see those two, and you see Marcus, that I'm... he's kind of the last one coming out. Marcus, well. I'm gonna go check on my friends. You catch up with me. Oh no, that's a crit. That's but a, I can use Did he black. double one? Yeah, yeah, but I can use the black to negate the critical fail. Is it the black? I don't think... Is it the black? Shit, I will give up whichever one I have to. I got a green and a blue. Yeah. Alright, so I lost so, the fucking roll. He won. <laughs> so I, have I rocked up yet? Um, yeah, you have arrived. I persuade you that it was what, not me. What just happened? A man inside just got ripped to the half and he was trying to argue that the bomb fleets were good and... I made sure everyone got out. The judge's the last one out, so I followed him out to make sure he was good. He ran to the church. He's the last one out. I had to make sure everyone else was out. Isn't What'd that what you said? Be a good person. What'd you do? I made sure he got out. <laughs> I never noticed you do anything for anybody else besides yourself. What'd you do? I did nothing. I'm persuade her. I did nothing. <laughs> now I think you need to just tell me the truth, and I'm gonna I'm try a... to persuade him. Well, I started my persuasion first. Okay, so what am I doing? I'm doing <laughs> Wait, wait, you, you have me? a negative two, right? No, I do not have a negative oh, two. Oh, yeah, then I'm taking that and I'm rerolling. <laughs> Motherfucker. You still lost me. Four. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did, oh, this one keeps crazy. landing as a fucking four. Okay. There we go. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. So she thought. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't want to tell you because this seems like something that is going to get taken away from me. <laughs> persuade you. Now you tell me the truth you hear. Uh, if you want to talk to me alone you can, but you need to tell me the truth. No. no. <laughs> I said, we know you're all that. Come What's on. my notice? My notice is a four. No, Rojo, don't wait for me. <laughs> yeah, he wrote... Five. Five. Okay, we roll again, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, when you tie. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was supposed Three. to roll first. Oh. Three. Three. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you lucky. Four. But it explodes. Yeah. Oh. But do I stay in there or does it have to be in here? It's fine. It's as on long the table. as it lands on the table. Five. So five. Five. Oh. Oh, shit. My goodness, honey. He's do- five. He's doing this on purpose to stall. Ah, uh, four. <laughs> Friends, we gotta roll off. <laughs> I noticed why we keep blowing through our bennies. Okay. It's against each other. Constantly. Six. Yeah. Oh, but it explodes. Oh, my God. oh it explodes. Yeah. I, that's the thing, is if I tell her about these cars, Ten. it goes very poorly. Ten. Especially you don't have to tell me about cars, but you gotta tell me something else that I'll believe. Yeah, you gotta I'm tell us. You gotta tell us something. I even said you could tell me that loan. Come on, Shyster. 
You gotta tell us something. You don't have to tell us about your cards, but you gotta... I was in there and I was thinking those bomb fleets were just... They were just pure evil. They can't be here. They can't be in this world. Enslaving people, killing people, lying, deceitful, stealing. And I just thought it'd be better if we just did not have them. Next thing you know, he just... That happened. I don't know how it happened, but it... It happened and I don't... I don't think it's a bad thing. We don't need those people. I ain't playing with these cards in my hand in the game. Get out you of here. You are right now. I'm <laughs> fucking with these cards. Listen to me. We're not judge and jury. But an executioner. An executioner. Thank you. Who are you saying thank you to? The, the marshal. <laughs> when the marshal gave you. But you need to find a good path. The, the path that leads you to the Lord, not down this dark path, this path that you follow. You make it sound like I was the reason that this happened. You know what? You know what? Let me talk to him alone for a minute. Come here with me. Excuse me? <laughs> you just smacked me? I didn't smack you up. No, you... Are you... Well, I smacked you because you're sitting there you're standing. Go. Come on now. Come on over here with me. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't believe you one word. You're saying you're just thinking about it. Something just happened. Now, what happened? You make it sound like I had... Now, did you do it by accident? You make it sound like I had the power in this world to rip someone in half. Hey, I saw that preacher over there heal somebody's shot right through the arm. Through and through it was. It was bleeding all the place, and he just healed it. Oh, yeah. You make you sound like a healing and ripping someone or two are on the same level. Well, I'm assuming you didn't mean to. Now, did you do something you shouldn't have? What year is it? Civil War? Yeah. yeah. I played the fifth. It's se- the 70s, though. 1870s. But, six. yeah, that's okay. Yeah. The Constitution was still there. I played the fifth. Yeah. So, it in is... other words, you did something you shouldn't have. You need to be more careful, yeah? Fine. I don't admit to doing nothing, but fine. <laughs> now, come on. Don't do that again. Get that father away from me. I don't trust him. Well, he don't trust you either. So you need to just stop. He's healing people. Or you killing people. Was he a bad person? Now, I'd prove you were killing people. I'd do something about it. Was he a bad person? Do you regret his death? Do you think that he should not die? Do oh, he was going to hang in an hour. So I don't care at all. Now, come on. <laughs> don't be angry. Yeah, she I didn't say I was angry. <laughs> you you kind of just sped up the inevitable. There we go. So, I'm not worried about it, but don't you be lying to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> as this conversation kind of... What's your knowledge? Because I don't know if you're smart enough to really put those two together, that I've done things before and this is my fault that I have this kind of power. I don't believe that. My smarts are, are uh, one of my higher things. Of course they are. I made, she I actually made staffed her character pretty smart. Yeah, to <laughs> be a smart idiot. girl. She's pretty... I'm good at hexing. You're smart. I can't shoot you anybody. Nothing but I can talk them out of it. You could see a man come to life and you'd be like, that's the Lord. And then he tries to eat someone. You'd be like, that's not the Lord. <laughs> All right, so as your guys' conversation comes to a close, um, you notice that the theater doors are opening and people are starting to walk in to watch the public hanging. Do I recognize the theaters from my dream? Maybe. You have a hint? Yeah, because I, I saw the building. So I'm trying to see the front of the building is what I saw in my dream. Of me, like, closing doors, same building. I'm going to start heading towards the theater. Look at the Marcus. Here comes the question. Do I let that dream pan out with these two going in there? 
That is the question. Well, the dream is what you perceived, but you don't know if that's with you there or not there. Fuck it, I'm gonna go inside. Alright. Are you gonna watch a hanging preacher? Is I like her, she's calling a preacher too. Is, is there uh is there is there anybody to give prayer to these men? No. I'm gonna offer my of services <laughs> to the hanging before Yeah, okay. so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in. I'm gonna Oh come on, Father, they so could you use your prayer. You guys all filter into the theater. Yeah. Um, the theater, it's pretty decent sized theater. Ooh. Seats quite a few people. I'm pr- nice. Is this where Lincoln shot? <laughs> what the fuck? It actually does have the same layout as the Forbes Theater, yes. <laughs> it has two boxes on each side. Not just me. This is crazy. Center aisle. That's the orchestra pit in red. The stage is the actual stage part up there. Dressing rooms to the side all that. Now, the stuff in the center of the stage, ignore that because I was too lazy to put wood covering over it. But there are gallows there now, so... Did you build this map yourself? No. Every map that I pull, I just pull off the internet. Okay. So... Where are we seated? So, as you walk in, it's pretty packed, actually. There's a couple seats that are available that are visible. There's a seat here. There's a seat here. Uh, there's a seat right here. I'm gonna take that further's back seat. Okay. Uh, so I mean, I'm going on stage to give these men their prayers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna go to the front seat so I get a good look at what's going on. Okay. Y'all right. give me so much shit about my death, and y'all are front row seats. Just let's see them die. Well, <laughs> being carried well out. he's working technically. I have to. He plays both sides of the field here. I don't know if he's I good have. or bad or who he roots for. Write yourself the way you want. Uh, what are you doing when I play good or bad? What are you talking about? He's I, like, who are you? I, I've <laughs> what only, is your intention? I've only done good things. <laughs> Even after the kid robbed me, I didn't chase him down. You caught him. And then tried to keep his quarter. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then robbed the poor kid who, who maybe could be trying to earn money for his family. Like in Newsies. Like in Newsies. Wow. The 1992 hit musical starring Christian Bale. <laughs> wow! I gotta, I gotta, de- I gotta delete that from the recording. Has that happened yet? I have to record that. I have to delete that from the recording. Okay. Anyways, go, go on. It's a great movie. Yeah. Don't hate on it. <laughs> Alright, so anyhow. Um, you guys are in the theater. This thing is jam-packed. There's like one, maybe two seats left. The theater seats approximately 150 to 200 people. Is that one up front possibly saved for me by Marcus? Yeah, Marcus mm-hmm. is actually sitting there. Yeah. Wait, did you say the seats are 150 to watch this execution? No, there's 150 to 200 seats. Oh, I was about to say, fuck the execution. You can't really side. tell because <laughs> you've never been there. He's like, I'll, I'll wait outside. <laughs> that would have been funny. I would have paid that money. No, I'm working. I, I get in there for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you happy to watch an execution? Uh, no. Alright, so as everyone's filtering in, you see the executioner, the guy that pulls the lever. He's standing up there. He has a black hood on um, to conceal his identity. There's a couple of officials. Um, The mayor is up there. You can tell he's the mayor because he's wearing like a gold ribbon on his chest. 
he looks like a real pompous person. Uh, he's standing off kind of near the executioner. He's kind of rocking back and forth on his heels, just kind of waiting for everything to start, kind of looking, not nervous, but concerned about what's about to happen. And then uh, the other officials on the other side of the stage are just, like, people that work with the sheriff's office. So as everyone takes their seats, um, the lights kind of do the two flip uh, on and off dims to let you know that things are about to start. So as that happens, they bring out a line of men that are actually dressed kind of nice. They actually let them dress up in their well-to-do nice suits and everything for their final day in court, I guess. Um, They march them up to the gallows and one by one, the sheriffs, because they're bound like this behind their back, uh, the sheriffs place the noose, tighten it, and they're all standing there. Uh, one of the officials is kind of standing. You see where that red thing is on the left mm-hmm. of the stage? He's standing like right there. Uh, and he starts reading out um, off of a paper. And he goes, To the Von Fleet family, sentenced to be hung on this day, November 11th, 1786. Uh, You are to be charged for your crimes against humanity and are thus to be hung. I want to do something, actually. So, while they were bringing the Von Fleet family up and while they were, like, trying to tie them up or, like, tying up the the loose around their necks, yeah. yeah, I wanted to be off to the side of the stage kind of chatting with the executioner. Oh, okay. And I, I just, I kind of wanted to say something real quick. Is to be like, be like, do you kill all the time? The executioner looks down at you, and then he looks back forward. Well, I'm just saying, God is watching you, and every time you take a poor soul like this, you lose a part of yours. As and I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna try to get him to kind of like choose to like stop and to like walk away i don't know if that's like a faith role since i like maybe i used a little bit or like do i have to make a persuasion roll but like i want like in my end result i want to like try to see if i can convince him to so to, you're like, against the death penalty is what you're saying yes yeah. Mm, okay um yeah we can do a faith roll i'll do one and, then... and there's a reason because of my background i don't like the death penalty so yeah I know. Yeah, so I, I, I want to try to stop this. This motherfucker killed an entire town. That's why he's got an issue with the law. And he was on death row, but he escaped. And now he's a man of the cloud, and that's why he's against the death penalty. That's my bet on your background. Holy shit. All right, that that's was... Cool. That, that yeah, that's, that's way against, too... It would have been more likely for him to be against the death penalty if he knew someone was wrongfully no, accused. But yeah. no, he's he running from someone, so there's yeah. something going on with his background. <laughs> holy shit, that is... Somebody that is, was wrongfully accused. Uh, that is... Holy, that's one hell of a travel Sir, around, with the faith roll, do you want to do my faith roll against your faith roll? I'm not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you just start blowing up. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Eleven. Three. Yes. So, when you say that... And and just after I say that, I, I want to like start to walk away, because I'm assuming by this time they're finished to loose and I, I need to start prayer. 
So. Okay. So as you say that, um, the executioner kind of backs away from the leather or the lever, and they start kind of just swaying back and forth with their arms crossed, with their head kind of in a down, tilted position. Um, they look like they're thinking. And uh, as you walk up the stairs, because the gallows are raised, so as you walk up the stairs of the gallows, um, you go up and you start saying your prayer to the five men. Well, four men, because one of them got ripped in half already, that are now remaining. Um, and you slowly make your way across. As you say it to each one, they all kind of mutter at you. They're like, Father, I don't want to go. Father, I, I swear it. I just tried to provide for my family. They're all saying kind of emotionally jarring things as you make your way across. Um, you approach the last guy, and the guy says, Father, I have a daughter, please. And when he says that, the executioner immediately walks off um, the gallows and down the stairs. I see him leaving, correct? Yeah. Cool. And the whole audience can I'm see I'm going to give a piece of my soul. To pick a card? Pick a card. What the fuck? Instant justice. Damn, okay. What wow. the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Instant justice. Instant justice, my ass. What is that? Instant justice. To the Von Fleet members. To the Von Fleet family. <laughs> can he do it to an entire family? I can do it to him to where he pulls it because it's justice. So he just pulls the lever. That's all he needs to do for justice. So. I'm going to use my legendary chip. What the fuck? <laughs> And I'm going to re-illustrate this event <clears throat> where he can't, where he doesn't, he still sacri- used a piece of his soul, right? To pull that no, extra card? No, well, if you, re- if if you, you do it, the all of it, I don't. Do it. it would be like literally turning time back. Yeah, I thought you couldn't yet. time, I thought you couldn't turn time back. Isn't that how we're doing it? Well, I thought, I thought. Or you it was, just rewrite the event. I just rewrite the event. Yeah, so, yeah, like I a, would never have used the piece. Yeah. And, he wouldn't have used it. Yeah, basically, okay. I'm just rewriting that he Give doesn't do it. Give up that legendary boy. That he doesn't do it. Well, I don't even know where the legendary is. I never gave it to you. Just erase it off your paper. Okay, well. Yeah. Right. I don't think I wrote it, but yeah. <laughs> I think None I just of re- you have used it yet. Yeah, so. we, That's I, okay. Exactly. If I don't, somebody else will. Yeah, but so like, so, so like yeah. Maybe I'm, one of those Sioux Nations. I'm going to prevent him from, from pulling another card. I'm going to be looking why is he walking off the stage the executioner is now exited and he's actually exited back stage left into these side rooms um, i'm, I'm talking bump. to marcus you think someone else would probably do, be doing it then i'm above the guy next to me what kind of thing is this we need justice not some guy walking away right so the crowd begins to kind of mutter everyone's noticed what's happened and they're all like what the fuck is going on you know kind of Talking amongst is this again? As this is occurring, the air suddenly starts to get really heavy. Oh, fuck me sideways. You just caused a problem? <laughs> um, Something it, worse is about to happen. It, uh, do I feel like it heavy? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone feels like Can it I just heavy. leave? <laughs> Can I just leave? <laughs> Can I just exit stage back? Uh, so, exit stage back. As you feel the air get heavy... The, the lights start to kind of flash. Not yeah. like they did before. I'm going to get out. <laughs> I don't trust that. I'm fucking out. <laughs> I know supernatural <laughs> shit when I see it. So, are you are you leaving? Yeah, I'm going, well, I'm going to go hit the dusty trail. <laughs> and I'm going to get out. Alright, so you guys I'm on stage. are still there. Yeah. You guys are in the front. She's front row, yeah. So, 
you kind of notice the lights flickering. The room's getting dim. And suddenly the lights shut off. People start to panic a little bit. There's a little bit of screaming. No one's really gotten up yet, though, because no one can see shit. So the lights suddenly come on. And as the lights come on, there's a figure standing in the center of the stage. It's a Native American-looking person, but they don't look like the Sioux Nationals. They, it's older, someone from the past. Uh, they have long black hair, and they're kind of standing there menacing, just kind of wavering back and forth. Everyone's eyes are locked on this. Everyone in the building can see it. Is it an actual person? They seem a little translucent. It's a ghost. And as they look up, they kind of have a smile on their face. His voice is loud. It booms through the building and he goes, these men are gonna pay for what they've done. They're all gonna pay for what you've done. And as he does this, he throws his hands up like this and you see flames begin to shoot up the side curtains right next to the stage and all four members of the Von Fleet family are on fire. They're screaming in agony, in painful agony, as my, flames start to engulf the stage. My people, so much nicer. Someone yells fire and people freak the fuck out and start running. I'm gonna start running out too. So Matthew was nicer. Oh shit. So like Matthew's Dream is coming true. Everything's on fire. Matthew's outside the doors. <laughs> like, Matthew, Ma Ma are you gonna close the doors on us? Like, what the fuck? You're like, we go to see now, aren't we? So, <laughs> people are running. Holy you shit. guys are in the front. Flames are quickly engulfing the rest of the building. They're making their way through the boxes as everyone starts running towards the back. You made your way outside. Yeah, I didn't trust you were that in the shit. Back, so you were out first. Um, as the fire and flames start to engulf the theater, people are pushing and trampling over each other. Let me have both of you do a roll. Um, we're going to do what is called a difficult task. All right. Okay. So you have three chances to pass. If you critically fail on the first one, you critically fail the whole challenging task. Okay. Okay. Oh, what are we rolling? shit! <laughs> <laughs> what are we rolling? You gave up your legendary! <laughs> I know! Oh, Faith, give me through this shit! I'm glad I have my legendary. Oh my can, fuck, I'm fucked. You can use your bennies to re-roll. Oh. Except for on the first task, if you get a crit fail, that's a crit fail. Even it's a legendary can? Game over. Legendary can fix it. Um, are that's there it. any children in there? Oh, <laughs> so you got a little safety yes. net. Okay. You got a safety net. There are children inside. The building is quickly engulfing in flames. Oh, what am I rolling? So I'm going to have you guys both roll sixes. Right. You got to beat a target number four. Are we rolling double sixes? With you the, are rolling like, double sixes. With the wild die? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh man, I, my heart's pumping. All right. Okay. Alright. Hey mom, give you any warning that she was here. there? Yeah. Can you text her to please give you a warning next time? Yeah. Alright. So let me get your rolls for your first challenging task round. Six and a five. Oh, that's a success. Okay, good. You can roll your six that exploded, by the way. 
that's uh, that'd be Four. fifteen together. Okay. Ten. Right. This would be I ten. Didn't, and I, five. I didn't fail. You didn't critically fail. I didn't critical All fail. Right. And then Grant gets that for his first. You get that for your first. So that was a success on your first challenging task. So you guys are both near each other because you were very close to the stage. You're hopping over the first row of seats, kind of trying to get into the row. There's a lot of bodies and people that have been trampled right there, but you guys successfully make your way around them. Let me have you do your second challenging test. Crit. Oh! Six and six. You can explode those. Uh, one's an 11 and one's an 8. Awesome. Five. Okay, cool. Aha! You automatically succeed, Michelle. Um, regardless of your role. And actually, that card will allow you to succeed on your third random task. So you somehow are able to get enough, uh, like, gusto in you to hop over several people. Oh, I'm a survivalist. And you make your way up the stairs without tripping. And you are now in the lobby. Um, let me have you do your last test. Wait for me! <laughs> Four. Ooh, okay. You failed the, your third challenging task. Because you got a clubs. Clubs is an automatic fail. Let me have you try one more time. Oh, fuck. So when what this happens, you ended up tripping when you were going up the stairs. The fire is licking at your feet. Oh, Go ahead and roll one more time. Four? You failed again. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. Alright, so now the flames are licking at your coat. Your coat is now on fire. Let me have you do one more try. So what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you fail again, if you If you done. fail one more time, you're done. Do you want me to shuffle? Yeah. Please? <laughs> <laughs> I got two clubs in a row. I'm not afraid of the dice. I'm yeah. afraid of the card that I'm about to get. failed your third random task. So you are now on fire. So let me have you do an agility roll so you can stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll? Yeah. Uh, Damn. Five. Alright, so you stop, drop, and roll. Let me have you do a notice check because you haven't quite exited the building yet. The theater is completely engulfed in flames by this point. You guys are in the small lobby that hasn't been touched by flames oh, yet. So you see the father. Do you want to go and try to help him? Will it put me in danger? Yeah. He's right there. And he's not far from you. But going towards the flames. Oh, 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 oh. He successfully put out his own fire. Oh. So he's not on fire he's anymore. He's not on fire. Oh. He's just laying on the ground. Oh. Kind of trying to collect him. I'll go run, grab him by the cuff of his collar and try to pull him out because I'm overconfident. I believe I can do anything. All right. Now, because of your three fails, you are shaken, just so you know. So, she's grabbed you and you are on your feet and you guys are headed towards the doors. You're standing outside. You see all the chaos. People have started to pour out, but as people pour out, you notice 
a figure kind of shadowy and showing up right in front of the church and he goes like this and as he goes like that you see fire explode out the top windows of the theater and the door slams shut trapping everyone inside as he does this do you want to do anything I don't think we're going to get out of here. Shut um, up and keep running. <laughs> no, inside, I you do. guys are actively trying to get out the doors. I do. <clears throat> I'm going to try and pull a cart. Okay. A rando? A rando, yeah. Okay. Mm. 17. Instant miracle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, because there are children in there, and because I do not do children, mm-hmm. I will instant miracle. Um, I'll leave it up to you of what happens, because okay. I think that's way too powerful for me to choose. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I will use the instant miracle. So as you do that, um, you cast the instant miracle card, you throw it down, and all of a sudden, clouds begin to form above the church and a downpour starts happening. The flames begin to subside as the downpour potentially dies it out. Um, People are actually able to bust open the doors and all the doors open and everyone starts flooding outside. Uh, The ghost that was there before has seemed to dissipate. He's not there anymore. And everybody is outside understandably freaking the fuck out. Understandable. Oh, oh, oh my God. Uh, That was crazy. I almost, I almost burned alive. You're still shaking? You are shaking. I'm going to smack him. And he dies. Pull yourself together. And don't expect me to keep saving your life. How many times is that now, for God's sakes? Three? I really appreciate it. All right. Now, uh, you guys survived. (laughs) Survived the theater fire. Now, um... Understandably, the building is abandoned now. Um, It's completely smoldered. You can see where all the flames licked the side of the building. There were casualties inside the actual building. You couldn't stop that with your card even if you wanted it to. About 55 people have perished in the fire, including men, women, and children. Um, Everyone's gathered out in the courtyard kind of mourning what has just happened. Um, That kid from the train, he was trying to fight the fire, says the fires were occurring, and he's actually over with the fire department right now kind of trying to help consult people throughout the town. What do you guys want to do? I want to go to the fire department. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm like, I'm like, how did you guys get the fire to start, to stop so quickly? And the fire, of course, no. the people that work for the fire department are just as bewildered as you. They're like, all this rain started. We were pouring buckets, but you know, it, it was growing faster than we could keep up with, but this rain came and, wow. The rain just showed up out of nowhere? Oh. It was like flooding rain. It's God's weapon at work. And it's winter. What I'm the about fuck to does use it rain in winter? my soul and make you lose your faith. <laughs> that shit drives me nuts. It, it's God's weapon at work. <laughs> he, he saved... All these people. Unfortunately, there were some that had to had to pass away and meet the good father, but there were so many saved tonight. Well, thank you guys. I, I appreciate the work that you did put in. Thank you. I must console the ones that 
unfortunately have passed away. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for everything you do. And I, I immediately go to work and kind of, you know, try to console the, the lost family members and stuff like that. Okay. So well, while you were over there, I'm going to go up to him. Were you in there? Oh, no. Did it you got, see what happened? It got heavy in there and I left. You, but I did see that shadowy figure at the front that uh, made the top of the building go boom. You didn't have anything to do with that, did you? All right. So I might be able to do some stuff. Can't bring spirits back. Well, I don't got that kind of power. I almost didn't make it out. I stopped to have that stupid preacher. Can't even walk over his own two feet. Uh, I'm going to flip my cards in the air and start messing with them. Man, it's real good that rain came, huh? And I'm going to shoot off to the bar. All right. I'm going to see if I can grab onto him before he shoots off. <laughs> okay. Let me have you. Agility or yeah, something? Agility. Do I get to try and go? Is it his agility versus her agility? Or like what? No, just her agility. Just to see if she succeeds in grabbing yeah, it. Because he wouldn't see her doing it. He wasn't that. expecting it, yeah. Four. Oh, yeah. Seven. Yeah. You firmly grab him by the collar. Hey, now. <coughs> hey, whoa, hey, now, whoa. that seems like an interesting comment to make. You have something to do with the rain? Or well, isn't it just nice that the rain came? You made that comment. I know you. Now, you said you'd tell me the truth. You tell I me the made, I'm gonna try to persuade him. I now, made no such accusation, nor did I promise nothing. Now, could you I'm please not, not try to quit persuade trying him. to handle me? Are you using your charm to persuade I'm him? I'm gonna use my charm to persuade him. Yep. Do I get to notice it? Wait, no. <laughs> the charm doesn't work on me. How do you know? Why not? I've even got my Is your character in. gay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have known lots of gay men who have wanted to grab my boobs and have been charmed by me. Yeah, but I ain't letting it work on me. <laughs> He's half like, half. I only like. I told way. you like ses- session one, my character was gay. I like, I, I like those, I like those bear men. You know, those husky, <laughs> full beard. I like Jeff and I still like to try to persuade him to tell me. All right, can I notice that she's trying to persuade me? <laughs> yeah. I forgot that you said your character was gay. That was hilarious. <laughs> that, this it is finally actually, came into five. play. Yeah, it, it actually came to help yeah. you. Do it again. Four. Not four. Yeah. Now tell me the truth. You rolled a... What did you roll? A three and a one. Oh. So I'm going to get close. Uh, is there anybody around us? No, everybody is kind of doing their own thing because of what just attention. happened. No one's paying attention to anyone else. All right, I'm going to get close, and I'm just going to whisper, uh, I don't like when children get hurt, and then I'm going to walk away. Well, there's a bit of good of him in after all. Imagine that. All right. I'm going to get close. You tell anybody that, and I swear to God, you will You walked away already, remember? No, I can't. <laughs> Okay, no, you walked away. You he walked, he walked away, away and then he came away. back just to say that. Yeah, yeah. I walked away, came back, said that, walked away again. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly said you walked away. Huh? You clearly said you walked away. But then I said I came back. You can't go back. Is this a one-way street? You can't undo an action. You, just <laughs> you never win. Uh, one more goddamn thing. For another moment. Yeah, and another thing. I feel like I feel like he he could make that comeback so moment. So what'd you say to me? If you were telling anybody that, I'll make sure you end up in a five. That's when I and show I leave. up. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't you threaten me. 
You'd be sorry if you do. Come on now. Threats are for children. Now, I make you're promises. walking up on this And happens? I walk away. Yeah. And Good. I walk away before she can say anything. I sprint away. Oh. oh, where did he run off to? You know... Sometimes he does something, he takes one step forward in the good direction, then two steps back. Wait, he took a step forward? Yes, he did. He helped try to put out the theater. God's work. Oh, Except God. he took two steps backwards Damn. afterwards. He threatened me, Father. Oh, what? what? Threatened my life. Oh, that's not very nice. I know. Well? Well, you were a big old like. Oh. You were working everybody around your finger. <laughs> That's well, what I do. That's her character. <laughs> that's not very nice of him to say. Maybe, no, it's maybe not. we'll maybe we'll talk to him about it tomorrow morning on the train. I don't know if I want to have anything to do with him if he's going to be that way. We might just need to leave without him. Well, I do wake up in the, early in the morning. I'll no, no. Sure. <laughs> I'm just I'll walking. make sure I go to bed tonight this time, <laughs> unlike last time where I was running late. <sighs> Well, I'm gonna go sleep on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get the fuck out of town. So, so you're gonna go sleep at the I'm saloon. I'm gonna go to the saloon. Yep. I'm gonna head back to church. And you're legit going. I'm to gonna go train. sleep on the train. Yes. All right. So you're gonna go get your horse. Yep. It's currently uh, tethered at like a post right in the front of the courtyard. Yep. So you can go ahead and grab it. And be on your way. So you go into the church. Alright, so you head into the church. Um, you walk in, it's darker now. Um, you can see the judge from earlier is passed out on like a cot in the corner. And they have a couple other cots set up. Do you want to go ahead and take the cot? Um, actually, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, kind of pick out a cot and just. Is it getting colder in here? The AC is going. Oh, man. Sorry. Can you turn off the AC button? Do you not like it? No, I'm over here like, <laughs> oh, You want a blankie? No. <laughs> yes. You want a blankie? Oh, Wait. except you just threatened me. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um... So, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> you threaten me all day, every day, twice on Sunday. I'm gonna get on... I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on the cot, and I'm gonna... I'm just gonna kind of prepare and sleep okay. for the night. Okay. So, you go to sleep. Um, you go into the saloon. Is there anything you want to do before you so take your room? I'm going to help Flora work the room for until like 10 p.m. And okay. see if I can make some nice tips along the way. Okay. Let me have you just roll a six. Okay. And then Flora will also roll a six. Four. Flora got a one, but you know what? Man, you aren't She's... rolling jack shit. I just... Flora got a three. She finally used one of hers. I was going <laughs> to say, I feel like Flora should get a re-roll. Uh, so you got a four? Uh-huh. All right. So between you and Flora, you guys, you guys do pretty well considering, you know, it's your guys' first night, your first night back, but her first night in that town. Um, a lot of the other girls are a little bit more staples, so they get a little bit more business. Mm-hmm. But you end up with about $250 for the night, and Flora ends up with 200 Now, Flora, darling, I appreciate, oh, I appreciate... That you're just starting off, but you know, now that you made some money, I wouldn't mind being paid back for helping you get your start. Of course, Miss Scarlett. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for everything you've done. And she goes ahead and hands you back 20 bucks. Awesome. With uh-huh. interest. <laughs> I never asked for that. No, uh, I was waiting for it. So, um, you guys make your money. Um, do you retire? Mm-hmm. Bed? Mm-hmm. All right. And then you ride out to the train. Um, when you get to the train... 
all the military dudes are still there. They're kind of leaned up against the train, just kind of bullshit and shooting the shit. Uh, they see you with your horse. They're like, oh, you're back already? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sleep on the train. Just in case I sleep a little extra, I'm, I'm already on here ready to go. That's fair. So they go ahead, um, they direct you to the ticket booth while they grab your horse and load your horse onto the last car. Um, and the ticket is $1.50, so go ahead and subtract that because you have to buy a new ticket to go to Laramie. You guys haven't bought your tickets yet, but do you want to just preemptively buy them? Mm-hmm. How yeah. much was it? $1.50. Yeah. Now, everyone goes to sleep. What time do you guys leave? In like 10 minutes? Uh, we actually probably need to be leaving. Yeah. Um, you go to sleep that night. You have the same dream, all three of you. Uh, you guys see a campfire with a bunch of young Native American men around it. Uh, through your eyes, like the eyes in the dream, you can tell that it's not you, that you're someone else. And one of the boys says, Raven, tell us what you need us to do. And as he says that you direct them to go ahead and burn down a village now in the dream it feels very surreal um but it feels like this is something that's already happened and as that happens you guys all wake up at the same time um it's three in the morning and fargo is fucking on fire (laughs) no and as you wake up you all in the corner of your rooms because you're all in different places but you all see the same ghost of raven standing in the corner the same one from the theater staring at you kind of with a menacing grin going like this and as he laughs and smiles he dissipates into thin air and that's where we're gonna end the session uh, i'm in the room with flora did she also wake up i forgot the name of it like Vicka or something yeah